0: Uh, some other folks that uh, are still doing some music with me. W- what was that group you were in? That was the Foothill Fam. That was out of uh, basically Placerville, California. That was Mad Note and I, and Big Sam, Frankie, Big Brother. Love Sam. He's a good dude. DJ Nifty. Yes. Major things there with a lot of Bay Area rappers. We got a lot of opportunities. We all did. That's how we did it. DJ Loot. rocking all the all the artists around here. Yeah. So. And
1: th- uh, everybody's kind of gone and done their own thing. But uh, that, now, the club itself. How? Do it uh, this is a relatively new thing hey. to me. I don't kind you, of, you, like you and I have a minutes. little random banter here and there on Facebook
0: mainly. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
1: A few ha- like what's the like age of the go, club? I
0: think the club major, is about um, three years play. old. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, we've been we've been resonating, yeah, bubbling, are. percolating, um, you, you know. <laughs> well, that's it, man. Now we're about to explode. So you don't know? Come so, on, so bro. you're making
1: coffee. You're yeah.
0: percolating, you're, you're not making, you're making coffee. Test the mic, I'll mic, mic, you. mic. Mike, mic, mic, check
2: quality. Quality. Check, guys, mic, check, mic, check, mic. Check, 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 check. All right, cool. You yeah.
1: Ready?
0: Ready to go? Yeah,
3: man. I was given the opportunity right here with the club.
1: and woke on FCC free radio. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We are back at it. I hear my voice and I'm loving it right now.
2: Oh, yeah. You got the sex phone operator voice?
1: Exactly. I always kind of have a sex phone operator voice on Mondays because my voice is all raspy. I got the natural.
2: From from what? From ROTC ROTC last night? How was that?
1: Exactly. It was cool. We'll get into it. But um, in case you're tuning in and you don't know what's going on and you don't know why this black dude's talking to you, this is the Ratchet and Woke podcast. I am unlearn the world.
2: I am Little MC, the littlest MC with the ratchetest story in all of history. <laughs> you see how I rhyme?
1: And this is the Ratchet and Woke podcast, FCC Free Radio. Check us out. Uh, FCCFreeRadio.com is where you can find the live stream. You can also check us out on our Instagram, Ratchet and Woke podcast. Also follow us and like us on uh, Facebook. All the social medias, Lil MC and Amp, Unlearn the World. How you feeling?
2: I'm good. I'm I'm like liddy in my head, but my, my body is calm.
1: <laughs> I was gonna go into my mind telling me no by R. Kelly, but he's canceled, so you can't do that. Oh, I don't
2: wanna hear it that it fool. The There's yeah. some people that I'm like okay with not canceling, but no. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's 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 not you know. But um yeah, we got some shit to talk about. We got a lot of things going on. But yeah. let's do a weekend recap. Like what what what, what, what did we do? Well,
2: first can I ask how you are? Like come on. How are um, you? I'm How good. was
1: last night? Oh yeah, ROTC. So for those who don't know, I host and am the proud there director of Return of the Cypher, ROTC. It is the only live weekly hip hop thing going on in San Francisco every Sunday night, nine to two AM. DJ Kevy Kev is in the mix with the get down band, live MCs, get on stage rap, where everybody gets one minute apiece, either freestyle raps written, but you're rocking with a live band, a DJ, classic hip-hop joints, contemporary hip-hop joints, whatever you want. We got our monthly MVP contest going going on we got live features it gets it gets kind of crazy sometimes you know what i'm saying yesterday was kind of low-key you know um but you know people came out people still showed up had a lot of new rappers i, I think i seen some of your people some of your age uh your half moon bay folks oh really came out yeah it was just one uh, one chick i seen from opl and she was with some dude from detroit that knew me somehow so I, what what yeah. was her name um I, I didn't know what homegirl's name was i know she she's a rapper or just n- nah, nah hanging yeah. out uh well she was with the rapper Oh. Now, I don't even know if I should be saying this because I don't know if that's who she's supposed to be with. I don't know what the okay, politics yeah, I are at cool. Half Moon Bay. Well, Day. I mean,
2: they, we but, don't have much information. So.
1: <laughs> but suffice it to say, anyway, the homeboy she was with, who I recognize her from Half Moon Bay, she was with the dude who's from Detroit but seemed to know me from Half Moon Bay OPL kind of situations. Huh, and then interesting. He, so he was cool. And then he had this other dude. Shout out to uh, Joe Coney dude from uh, Detroit, like we were just chopping it out about Detroit because I spent time there mm-hmm. so we knew like a lot of mutual people. He was like, oh, you know so-and-so and I was like, yeah, yeah, I know him. He was like, oh shit, he goes, oh, you was really in Detroit. I was like, yeah, I was really, I was in there. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool. It was it was cool. We had good good caliber MCs, man. Shout out to Einstein oh, who came through, represented Um my man Joe Coney, the other homeboy, like it was a good caliber, like, you know, and the, I was hosting, um, which I'm trying to stay away from, but when I get on that stage, I get the bug. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You I always kind of tell
2: me to, like, have, have a, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Like, you only are going to allow yourself five times on stage. Yeah. Yeah. But now I need to know the word, I, I what's the, the word quarter, I'm looking for? Quota. Oh, yeah, something. No, it's, that's is a quota? No,
1: it's a limit. It's a max. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you go out and you drink, right, you say, all right, I'm only having. Three drinks and then five drinks later. <laughs> yeah. Some other shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. That, literally, it's the same exact thing for me. I'll tell myself I want to only be on stage for X amount of time and I end up being on stage like, the whole time. The whole night. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you get something with the crowd. The crowd's interacting. You see certain people in the crowd are like completely into your shit and whatever it is that you're doing. So, you know, I, I just like to keep that vibe going and make it entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of hosts that I've seen in the past, no disrespect. Because they're all my people, you know. They, they they don't have a crafty way to engage the crowd and make sure that they're being having a good host time.
2: is really hard because your job is never over, and it's your job to be vigilant and know every single artist. That's I mean. Maybe not for ROT, so you don't have to know every single artist, but if you're hosting an event, you have to know every single artist, what they got coming up, what they want you to say about them. Mm-hmm. You got to like keep it cool from the beginning of the night to the very end. Like, it's a lot of work. It's, yeah. And, and it's and like, people just think they can not do it fun.
1: I, I, a lot of MCs come up to me and they ask me, like, yo, can I host whatever? I'm like, you're not really. It's with a the lot shits. of work. <laughs> yeah, no. Really it's like, shits. and it's
2: you like- have to be like, it's not freestyling like you're freestyle rapping but your like freestyle you're, moment, you know? you're like freestyle entertainment you know like you are hosting like you're hosting a party but with a exactly. microphone and,
1: and, and, and you segwayed into what I was gonna say is like when you get off stage, it doesn't end because you still have to like shake hands and kiss babies yeah, and like totally. be the personality oh, that, God. and that just but you know I mean sometimes you're like, I'm cool with it sometimes I'm like relishing it sometimes I don't even want to be talked to yeah when I get off the stage but you know but yeah that was going on this weekend um we we shot zombies we killed zombies yesterday yes you know what I'm saying so shout out to Tanya and the homie what's real for putting for that together putting that together we went to uh what was that sandbox VR. I don't even know what the name Downtown is. San Francisco on Market Street. Literally across it's, the street for hours to work for 10 years. It used to be
2: where Bloomingdale's was or where like some Nordstrom.
1: Nordstrom. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus. Neiman
2: Marcus. Neiman Marcus. Yes, some
1: bougie just, Yeah, Yeah, those that show you Neiman Marcus is fucking up and going out of business. They got, Like a VR replaces Neiman Marcus. Yeah, that's, that's kind wild. a fucking... But I think no, I think there's a Neiman Marcus up the block, so like this, it, it's like overkill. In yeah, any case, I'm sure it so, didn't,
2: they just moved. they're yeah. not knocking Neiman Marcus. Long story the
1: block. short, we were shooting zombies. We 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 did this uh, virtual reality thing where it was like they put you in a zombie apocalypse reality, and it was really cool. It was the first VR. Time I mean, I've done like I think in a while.
2: Yeah, like mm-hmm. VR is like utilized so much, but now yeah. they're using it as like entertainment. I thought VR was, I mean, I always knew it was entertainment, but I didn't know they had like big. I didn't know those kind of spaces were so readily available and accessible. Like, now they're I like, I was
1: so yeah, they're all over just, the place. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You were kind of disappointed, though. You wanted to be more scared of whatever the experience was Yeah, I was also, like,
2: okay, so, like, my one gun wasn't working, and I was, like, trying <laughs> to ask, like, for help, but, like, everyone was screaming and, like, cracking jokes, so I was, like, sort of irritated because, like, when I'm in, like, a space like that, like, I'm actually, like, wanted, and I want to hear what, like, the instructions are. Like, I want to, yeah. like... Pay attention. It's like a game. It's like you're solving a riddle. So I was like, just kind of getting frustrated because I couldn't hear the shit. And then my other gun wasn't working. So I was just kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll go through this. But like, I feel like if I could have done it my way, I would have been like real focused about it and like listened and stuff. Well, I was so, trying to
1: get people to like man the doors and like, like I was trying well, to get the it thing. military like, style. I would have like. been
2: like, I like being like strategic. Like, if, like, I used to go and like, like, if I get, have you ever done, um what are those called? Where you can like, escape rooms and stuff like that yeah like that's kind of what i felt like that was is similar i've never done an escape room but i've heard a lot about it and yeah. people do it for like parties and i feel like if i ever did one like i would want to go with someone that was like trying to fucking like figure this shit out like not
1: like have fun and get drunk and do like i'd oh, want to really no, fucking you, know you, you did you yeah was, you were the real one i fucking won mvp no 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 i, no, killing, I know I i'm just saying like <laughs> i'm not saying
2: like that i'm just saying like I, I would i wouldn't do it for like fun i would try and like get in the zone
1: yeah auto zone yeah, like you, you wanted like not the experience of like ah, we're screaming, and you were just like yo, we're really fighting zombies. I wasn't, yeah, I didn't find it scary.
2: It. Like the 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 only thing that like shocked me, I think, was like when the first thing touched me, and then I was like whoa, what the fuck, but like then I was like nothing touching oh, me I again. Yeah, I was, then <laughs> touched no- <laughs> nothing, touched me again. I totally don't <laughs> fucking touch me.
1: You weren't excited about the touching.
2: Whoa, it was, like, vibrating, and so I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then yeah. I turned. I got, like, shot, and I turned around, they were all, like, vibrating
1: on me, and I was like, ah. <laughs> you didn't shoot them? You just ah? That's it? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, off. it was cool. It, it was cool. It was a cool experience. Shout out to Sandbox VR. Actually, woke moment. I misgendered somebody yesterday. Don't, don't. I'm, I'm, yo, but you know, we, we, we're gonna be woke about it, right? So I misgendered somebody, yo. Like, so I, I ran a lot. I, I did a. I did you a, didn't
2: say something to them. I man. did an
1: IG story. I was doing an IG oh. story while they were recapping the video, right? And I was talking about my high score, and uh-huh. the person said something in the middle of me doing the video. Uh-huh. And I go, what was that, sir? And I turn around, and this is before I even recognized what that who, who she was. And when I turned around, it was a woman. It was somebody who was obviously trying to identify as a woman. But the voice, because I hadn't looked, oh. I thought it was a man. Yeah. And that's that's my second time in life misgendering somebody. Oh, I worked, like, I, that's I, okay. I you mean, know, I'm just like saying, like, you know, we're gonna be woke at, at one point in the day, I gotta at least acknowledge that I misgendered somebody and then put it on my Facebook. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it was story funny, feed, like yeah. homeboy Spider who works at uh, hip hop for change with us he has Shout like he has not the greatest eyesight so he, he you know kids all like it's hard when you're like a certain age and you're wearing a hoodie like boys and girls they're all cute they, it's hard to tell which one is which you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's not an insult but he misgendered a, a girl called her my man and he was like I'm a, I'm a girl and he was yeah. like yo I'm sorry it's not cause like anything yeah, I was like, just, he you put, just put you in a eyes space. By, yeah.
1: you've never misgendered anybody oh yeah I mean and they've never gotten mad at you
2: uh, I mean, off top, I can't think of, it. I've, I have like misgendered some of my friends that are transitioning that I, that I knew as a certain gender and oh, then they transitioned okay. to another and I was drunk and I, and it was just really hard for me to get the pronoun and I, and then I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then like, yo, just don't worry about it. Don't make a big deal. And then in my head, I'm like, I feel so fucking bad. But right. it's just like, you, it's just, you know, you
1: yeah, no, I, I felt bad because I was filming it. You know what I'm saying? And like now that just like just it exists for like 24 hours, somebody's gonna think this person's a dude and they're not. So you know, my bad. Um, but other than that, we did a dope ass photo shoot. Shout out to Sarah Arnold.
2: Oh my God! Yeah. Did a photo I'm shoot so excited at Twin to Peaks. see I'm that. I'm so
1: excited to see those photos. really Sarah
2: is a sweet fire. angel pie. I want to fire. bring her on this too. Yeah,
1: yeah. She should be a guest. Yeah. Totally. Like a reoccurring guest.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. She has so many weird. Yeah. Stories. Her antics
1: are enough. Like we need like a and Sarah's just, corner. I just want like her
2: like laughter <laughs> as like a sound bite.
1: Oh, we should totally do that. Yeah. I feel like
2: I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have my new soundboard. It's gonna be really fun he to loves use this it. shit. I'm loves really excited it. about it. You know. Um but we have a lot to cover, so let's get into it. You know, um unfortunately there was the untimely death of, of the rapper slash singer Juice World that was in the news crazy yesterday. And, yeah. um it's really unfortunate he was 21 years old, uh, had a lot of success in the last year with a lot of his songs mm-hmm. that uh, came out and created a really mass following. Um, but you have information that I don't have from, yeah. all, from all accounts that I read. He died of a seizure in an airport. Yeah. And I think you were reading more into it. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so his
2: plane, they, they, I don't know exactly how, but they suspected that the private plane that he was on was had contraband in it um i'm not sure like how they figured that it might have been just an educated guess because he was headed to the las vegas rolling loud okay um so he was with his crew and so upon landing like they recovered a couple of like weapons like a nine millimeter or something else and then Codeine and baggies, marijuana and baggies, so they weren't like labeled with the prescription or anything. Um, and then what I think a couple, I then this I don't know for sure. Um, this is what I would surmise, I guess. And what I think a couple people speculate is that he had hella pills and what they think is Percocet. Right. And he just took a shit ton of them because he didn't want them to be discovered. Because being just caught with Percocet is Holy like a is like a huge charge, you know? And so I think that might have triggered the seizure. Um, but they haven't done like a toxicology Autops- report yeah. or autopsy yet. So there's no way to really know. Yeah. Oh, fuck, um, but I guess like the, the police dogs like sniffed them and like immediately found the drugs. I mean, and it's like. It's not like they were smuggling like cocaine over the border or some shit. Like,
1: I mean, these are illegal drugs, though, at the end of the day. It's, but codeine
2: know. and weed is now legal. It's just they didn't receive it through legal means that we know of. But it's just well, kind of well, like... that means
1: that somebody snitched.
2: Yeah, that's 100. probably what happened. It's a
1: private jet, so I don't know what the process is of aborting private jets if you have to do the whole TSA thing like the peasants do. I know. I I, you know I wonder
2: that, too. Um, I, th- I, I think that they have the private jet land in the airport and then they still have to go through the airport. Yeah, Just for sure. because it's not like an, an, an so airline. you think, like a dog
1: sniffed them from there? Like,
2: yeah, like when they were going through like security. I mean, they don't yeah, go through security, just, but when you're going like through to like the baggage claim, yeah, there's always dogs it, waiting like sure. there.
1: Ugh, so, yeah. So fucking unfortunate. It's also prayers of, to the family. I mean, it's really messed up like... I'm almost kinda of mad about it because if, if what you're if 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 any of what you're saying is true, right? Like there's a lot of I, I can already see like a lot of things wrong, like off the rip. One, okay, you you're very successful. I get that you've had a number one record, like and you, you were just saying oh, before we got here, like all his records are number one, right yeah, now. Yeah, right, right
2: now, like the right. top forty songs, like Eight of them are his I can yeah, double check so, You
1: but. know what I'm saying So you're really successful I get that I get it You're young You're in your first year of success You want to kind of floss And you want to kind of get yeah, extra Yeah it was
2: first year The huh? fucking private gosh.
1: jet though Like you know how expensive Private jets are Just, so, Just so we're clear Private jets For those who don't know Are like $50,000 Just to fuel it
2: yeah you were just to that. fuel
1: it not a let alone having the person drive or fly the plane and whatever the plane rental is so easily you're like in the whole 75 grand just for a flight from la to vegas or wherever you're going yeah right I, regardless of how great your year is i don't think it was the most advisable thing for anybody to say yo get on a private jet yeah i mean you know what but i mean
2: if he's getting on a private jet because he's trying to bring paraphernalia and contraband
1: well that was the and that's the other problem and that's where we get into the whole like you know drug culture of rappers and the excess and whatever you know I mean that's Rolling Loud
2: is like a notorious festival for like fuck shit
1: going on well I mean it's called Rolling Loud (laughs) you know what I'm saying like you know rolling could be there's different connotations for rolling but like it's all it's ultimately a, a festival that's geared towards drug use, it's also I
2: mean? geared towards young and upcoming artists and more like underground so like all of the mumble rap and like soundcloud rappers like yeah. that is what you're gonna find on a rolling li- how are lineup. how you
1: underground if you're on a private jet
2: i mean he's <laughs> probably like the headliner though you know yeah, he's the okay. headliner for a huge three-day festival that's nationwide now i think that They're even starting to bring in Rolling Loud International. I went to the Rolling Loud in Miami.
1: Yeah, what was your experience there?
2: It was really ratchet. Um,
1: (laughs) How so? Explain.
2: There was a lot of really young people, like, clearly... it, it, It was just, like, evident to me, like the motive of going to this is to get like really, really fucked up yeah, and you're yeah. really young and it's not necessarily for like
1: the music, a more seasoned music lover, yeah. you
2: know? And it was dope, you know, like I saw a lot of artists. I was and the thing is that like a lot of the artists that I saw then I was dating someone that was younger than me. So they yeah. knew all the little young boy shit, yeah, yeah, but yeah, ended yeah. up kind of popping now. Like I saw Denzel Curry there and right. like Denzel Curry now is like pretty huge and he's really, really talented. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. I mean, and then like ASAP Rocky headlined in Lil Wayne. So, like, it was yeah. dope, but it was.
1: You could tell that like, the crowd like, was there for specifically just yeah. to get fucked up. It's, it was a ratchet yeah. sh-
2: affair, you know? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, are, do you think like fans in, in this moment are using the artist as, or the, the show in and of itself as a conduit just to get fucked up, just to rage? Like, no, I think really they're matter, hardcore the fans of the music. Yeah. I
2: think there's, I mean, these young kids it's crazy like they'll have they'll sell out like warehouse shows in la and they're rapping over their lyrics and people are like diehard mosh pit like it's like suicide know, boys it's just, and stuff like really that like crazy Pouya, like there were other younger ones i don't really listen to that music anymore i can see where people like it because it's like it's like this super emo hardcore scream rap
1: it's almost like yeah, it's almost melodic like melodic um, and screaming and like intense like It's almost like a a mix between hip hop, trap and punk. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the new wave of, you know, and I think that that speaks a, a lot to the acceptance of like black middle class narratives being introduced into hip hop in yeah. general, right? Where you don't have to be I the same I think it's also like a
2: lot of, of white rappers too are yeah, accepted the low in peeps this of the niche. world and like, you know. And yeah if I'm the technical,
1: thinking, I mean Post Malone or could like, be casted in that lot but even though he's not yeah. we talked about Post Malone but like right yeah.
2: it's it's interesting I, th- I think that if you're talking about speaking on like a different generation it, it kind of to me feels like whereas hip hop used to be really lyrical based where people were trying to like get I don't know get woke off the lyrics I feel like kids these days just really need to like release energy like they just need they have they need to be almost like sensory deprived by having like so much of their senses stimulated if that makes sense like they need loud music dancing lights like not really lyrics just like loud just sensory overload yeah in order to to be sensory deprived yeah Yeah. in order to be cut off from like all the craziness of the world like it's It's, weird they close themselves into like like warehouses and it's like you can't even hear what they're saying i'll show you one of the youtube videos i was like it made me upset. Yeah, but I mean
1: Juice <laughs> World was talented though. No, no, he, he, he was rapped. really dope. He yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Rapped. Like he I'm was, not talking about
2: him. I'm he just did saying a,
1: like a ten minute freestyle. Like he I've never seen raps. that, but I hear
2: he he's dope. You know what I'm saying? I've only I mean heard maybe, his maybe songs. we'll
1: play some a little bit later. But like, you know, I mean it just it's unfortunate. It's just always unfortunate when a rapper dies. It's always unfortunate if it's something that could have been prevented. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, the drug culture, like I, deaths
2: I'm, this year too. Like I know in the hip hop. You know what I'm saying? yeah in hip
1: hop. It's just it's sad. Which actually leads me to my next point about like so, you know, you, you, you go through the IG feed, your timeline on your social media, and you're seeing all the rest in peace, right? And then people throw around the term legend, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, and I think the term legend in general, especially with regard to hip-hop culture, is used way too loosely. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to know, and, and I, this is also on the heels of um, WAC 100. For those who don't know, in the music industry, WAC 100 is a, is a, is a manager. He manages the game. He manages Blueface currently. Uh, Why he would he want a, his
2: name to be Wack 100?
1: I, who, who knows? But in any case, um, so TMZ caught him talking about Nipsey Hussle. And he was saying how Nipsey Hussle isn't a legend or he shouldn't be considered a legend. Um, and I'm sure people would have a problem with that. But mm-hmm. I mean, where, where does Nipsey stand for you? Just I, I, like I said, going back to the conversation of yeah. the word "legend" being used too loosely. How do you define a legend for you?
2: I I mean I kind of agree with that statement. Like, um, how much of an what is going on? I feel like I'm in an earthquake. How much of an impact do you think Nipsey has on the world? And I think that's kind of where legend, the definition of lemon, legend, needs to stem from. Is the level of impact? I I think, I, or I think, the amount you know, that they the I, qu- Hmm.
1: I I, I want to say that it's it's really about your story. I think your story has to be unique within your generation. It has to be unique within just like just society as a whole. Let's
2: look up legendary. Yeah. Let's
1: look up the term. Let's look up the definition for legend. Yeah. So we're not like doing this in a vacuum. But for me, while you're looking that up, right? I got this, I just think that when you talk about something of legend, you're talking about the story that's being told behind it, right? Yeah. I think that that for sure, Nipsey painted a certain pathway. In terms of being autonomous, he was—you know—he was groundbreaking in, in charging people $100 for a mixtape, then $1,000 for a mixtape. Using that money, still staying independent, still being really a millionaire, and still maintained his hood credibility, still maintained his hood presence—all of that things. I think he did legendary stuff, and I would—I would personally put him in that—that that category because of—I mean, my relationship to Nipsey as an, a fan, because I've listened to Nipsey before all of this. You know what I'm saying, but I just think that because of the way he, because of how he died, I think people are latching on to it a little bit more than necessary. Yeah. And I think the term often is is too often just thrown around in terms of artists in general. Everybody's like, oh, this person's a legend. It's like, nah, not really. Well, <laughs>
2: according to the definition, it says that an extremely famous or notorious person, especially in a particular field. So he I wasn't mean, wasn't that
1: famous? That's my point. Okay, Yips yeah, he yeah. wasn't that famous,
2: and like, it's extremely. This is not like. <laughs> Right, <laughs> exactly. Like, nip, 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 just, like, definition. Like,
1: Nipsey, and this is not for me, this is not me arguing Wax 100's point of Nipsey not yeah. being legendary. He could
2: be like an LA legend he or something. He could be 100%. Sub- he is
1: 100% an LA legend. Yeah. Like, listen, that's undisputable. Well then. But I guess the point, my, my point was that Nipsey was very obscure as an artist before coming into um hip hop. He was very, very obscure. Like not a lot of people knew who he was um, in the popular sense, right? If you was if you was into like street shit in terms of rapping, then you knew who Nipsey was. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew Nipsey because I, I just listened to Nipsey Hustle. My brother knows people who know him. Like I I, I know him. From that, just having that cursory awareness, he's been on really dope records that I fucking love. He has a record with him in uh, Jadakiss, and Jadakiss is one of my favorite artists. So, like, I know him from that. Whether I put him in the pantheon of legendary MCs or rap figures, I uh, I don't know. Is he an LA legend? One hundred percent. But I just think that that term gets used too loosely. Now, is Juice is Juice World a legend? Is he a legend for his generation? Like, where do we where do we start? divvying up the criteria to consider yeah. somebody a legend it's really it's really weird and then posthumously that's what that's the thing that makes me fucking sick is when people just like jump on the bandwagon and want to be all like rah-rah people changing well, their fucking their profile pictures to be like this rapper that, really probably that, that is one thing to. but i think it's that nuts. like
2: unfortunately okay it's natural for people to explore people further after they've died. It's just a curiosity factor. Yeah. To be like a bandwagon fan is another thing. That's just inauthenticity. But I also think that it's like a a sick cycle. I think that some stars actually end their own lives on purpose because they think they'll gain more notoriety after death.
1: Like who who do you who who do you put in that category?
2: Um I don't I Yo, I'm not going to say someone actually did that, but I think right. that goes on in stars artists head. I think that. that contributes to, you know, them doing things. And we know, I know lots of we all know lots of artists that have died due to suicide or to, also think that like drugs ov- overdosing on drugs while maybe that's not like a direct attempt at suicide, in a way it's like you're slowly killing yourself and you're kind of aware of it. I mean, some could argue that that's
1: somebody can make like that a, argument. Yeah. yeah. But
2: I'm just saying that I don't think it's wrong for people to gain more curiosity and want to explore artists more after they've passed because that's just, that's how you find out who they are. Maybe you didn't know them before really and then people start posting all about them and you're like, oh, what's up with this person? You listen to the music and you like it. Like that's happened to me a lot of times. Um, I I only knew like three Nipsey songs and then he died and I started like,
0: yeah, figuring I mean, out the and, whole and thing and
2: I was like, damn, I really fuck with Nipsey like and it's unfortunate that he died, but I
1: mean I mean, yeah, you you're going to get that. You're always going to get that. I mean, there's people who are have have reached legendary status posthumously. Yeah. Bruce Lee is one of those people. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X is one of those people. Even Martin Luther King to mm-hmm. some extent is one of those people. Mm-hmm. You know John F. Saying? Kennedy,
2: do you think he would be like, I think he would still be influential, country, I mean, but m- think about how much more. I mean, because what happened, yeah. that was crazy. You that know, was, because
1: so. that was unprecedented. His yeah. story is legendary. Yeah. Like John F. Kennedy's story was legendary. But like maybe be, he would have like
2: teetered off into like something boring
1: after something. Yeah. And oh my God. There's a, there's a comedian, Doug Stanhope, who has a, <laughs> who has a, um, he has a really funny bit, and I'll try to find it. Maybe we'll play it about um, people who died early. He goes, "Oh, the, it, we always hear how it's uh, it's such a tragedy. They had so much more to give." He goes, well, "Maybe they didn't. Yeah, maybe that was it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like maybe like Jimi Hendrix didn't want to do Super Bowl yeah <laughs> halftime maybe? shows with Elton John." Yo, Dude, the I love man. Funny. Like,
2: <laughs> but it is like annoying when it's like yo i really fucked with this artist like i wanted to see what more music they were gonna like i yeah. feel that way about triple x like i'm hearing more and more features with him on it and i'm mm-hmm. like yo i fuck with triple x like he's dope yeah his voice is so cool like i'm super butthurt he died like fuck
1: yeah i mean i see from the from from a from a I guess a little bit of a different perspective. I think about like just them as men, right? And them transitioning into being better people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when triple X died, right? Everybody was like, whoa, he was this, he was that, he was this. And I was like, he was young. Yeah. You got to just account for that. He was young. Mm -hmm. He had not figured it out yet. You know what I'm saying? River Phoenix was young, right? Like, these are people who overdosed or got shot right. or killed. Like, they were young. They hadn't figured it out yet. If Malcolm X died at 21, he would have died a pimp and a drug dealer as yeah. opposed to him being Malcolm X, right? So you got to give people society has to give us room to grow and make those kind of mistakes and fuck up in the public eye. So then are you and saying
2: like, I'm just thinking like philosophically, yeah. like it's okay to be a fuck up with your young if you make up for it when you're grown up?
1: I No, I'm not saying that it's, it's okay to be a fuck up. Or like to, to do like up. things I'm that you I'm saying give people a chance to grow and evolve. Well,
2: yeah, for sure. You
1: know what I'm saying? Because like they're dying this, the way you know, that they were. I feel yeah, that. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm a parent. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have, a, I, have a, I have a son who's 13 who hasn't figured it out yet, but he'll figure it out. Because he's smart enough to figure it out. And he yeah, wants to be, but your I son so.
2: wasn't like, isn't like shooting, killing people. 100%. Like hurting you know what women I'm and but stuff. I mean, I've, I'm a triple X fan. I'm just saying like, I yeah, never really know yeah. what these alleged charges are. But I'm also like, when I think about that, I'm like, what things that you do when you're young are excusable just for the bare fact that you're young?
1: I, know, think what is I, I think it changes I think that changes 100% because depending on who you are I would say
2: me as someone that was a victim when I was young is it okay that people did that to me even though we were both young like, I don't think so no or would not, I excuse myself because no. it's like it still affects the other people and fucks up their whole no, shit no and
1: this is not to excuse what people do when they fuck up like I think you you should give people the uh, the chance and the opportunity for them to atone and they atone not only by word but they atone by deed in their lives moving forward you know what I'm saying if, if, if you're gonna live a long enough life but the, it, it, it's unfortunate that these young people who have the potential to... Transition better to to a better life. Like you have to recognize these are people who come from very impoverished yeah, communities. No, I, and I they're already traumatized, that. which is evident in their music. There's yeah, obvious trauma going up. on, right? You know what I'm saying? Now they have access to wealth, and that's that becomes a dangerous transition because mm-hmm. now you're like dealing with all these coping mechanisms that are self-destructive, and now you have access to it. Nobody around you is going to tell you not to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the case in Juice World's case as well as Triple X's case, and like you know, I mean, Triple X. Kendrick talks about was, that like,
2: too. And I I was listening to the the dissect podcast breakdown of the song Appalled too. Yeah, um,
1: the Kanye West song. Kanye West song on
2: my dark twisted fantasy, and it's like basically, I mean, he features a shit ton of people on it, but Jay Z, um, Pusha T, and Kanye all pretty much talk about like the absurdity of coming into like this amount of wealth considering the place where they started from a lot of them right, i mean Kanye wasn't a, a drug dealer but like jay-z but that's, a, ge- that's a general like narrative like yeah. they, you know what i'm saying like that but i mean just, no recognizing that it's crazy i don't think that's a general narrative i right. think people are just like talking about it like that's normal like that's just the life but like they're saying like this shit is wild like this is crazy <laughs> for any for someone that's like you know you, you're not growing up in wealth you know you're just totally. fucking now you just have income at your disposal like and you're used to using money to do this this and this like sure. now you're gonna do that tenfold yeah and it's, it's a crazy situation yeah, it,
1: it's weird money makes or breaks you i think it just you know what i'm saying like who who you are one way or another, but I, I I I often I will always try to give somebody room to grow. I think people can learn from their experience if they're willing to. If they're yeah. genuinely at their core wanting to be better people, they'll find a means. I agree to be with
2: you. By the way, I'm you just playing a devil's advocate nah, of in this course. conversation. We'll, you're the obviously, devil.
1: I. <laughs> um, let's get into some music. Uh, I want to get into some ratchet shit. I see "Writing on the Wall" by French Montana. I just heard the French play Juice Montana World Montana album. Yeah. The, all right. What song? Um,
2: play the one that we like.
1: Wh- Uh, there's a lot of ones that I like. I
2: know, I can't remember the name of it. The one that's to the...
1: To the... It's, it's, uh, Break My Heart Regardless. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: If not, I like Robbery.
1: Alright, I can't find the other one. I don't know it's... I don't remember what it's called. It's on
2: um, my top list of 2019. I
1: have, like, three Juice World songs. And we'll get into Spotify and your top list and all of that shit, right? You know? Um... All uh, right, yeah. Let's just play robbery. This is Juice World. Rest in peace, Juice World. Ratchet and Woke podcast. You're listening to Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free oh, Radio. What? Oh, shit. This shit funny. I
4: was like, ooh, and this is strong as fuck, boy? She told me put my heart in the bag, Ain't nobody gets hurt. Now I'm running from your love. I'm not fat.
1: And on FCC Free Radio.
4: Show many bad And now we're rolling down the freeway Talking about a three-way Started working up, But he y me on his cheat day off
1: FCC Free
4: Radio.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. FCC Free Radio, Unlearn the World, Lil MC. This is the Ratchet and Woke Podcast. We're back at it, man. Um, tap in with us on Instagram, Ratchet and Woke Podcast, Lil MC and AMP, Unlearn the World. A um, couple of records We had Juice World Robbery Followed by Writing on the Wall By There's a lot of people On that record It's French Montana's record Yeah But it's Cardi's
2: It's on his Cardi, newest album That yeah, he just
1: dropped Cardi B out. Cardi B Is on that record As well as Post Malone Post Malone And Post then Malone. I think
2: The last person Is just who produced it Oh, okay. Or singing, maybe. Um, no, I didn't I recognize
1: that them. I was Post Malone singing. I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, there's a third person. I'll yeah. look. Uh, I got you. Yeah. You bring us in the next <laughs> chapter, and I'll show you what's up. Yeah, but
1: you were just saying how you only remember Cardi B's verse from any feature that she's ever on. Yeah.
2: Okay, the person is Russian spelled with a V instead of a U, and I'm not familiar with this artist. Um, so either they were singing or a hook or, or produced it. Something. Yeah. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. Okay. Since we're on the topic of new music, real quick. Yeah. Okay, I'll t- I'll touch on the Cardi B thing after. Yeah. So I was listening to Fat Joe's um, new well, album. Yeah. I just on what the way thoughts? here. Like, that shit's fire. You know, like <laughs> I like his beats. Like
0: I couldn't. I was fucking with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I
2: couldn't tell you like. This I like. This is what Joe Budden had mentioned when he talked about the Games album on the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that. He was, like, really fucking with that whole album. And then he asked, like, did you learn anything new about the game? And that really stuck with me um, because I feel like whenever I make music, I want to make music that helps people learn something more about me as a person, as an artist, whatever. And I kind of reflected back on that one listening to the Fat Joe album. It's like, I'm not learning anything about Fat Joe, but these are just, like, bangers, you know?
1: It's it's a fucking... It's it's at part. Those
2: samples I, that he's using are like hell of well known samples, but he like flipped them, and made them sound like super dope, or like didn't even flip them that much. But I don't know what he did. Like
1: yeah, they're really I mean, I have a Fat Joe bias. I, they, like you know, like they have the the the, the Joe Avengers. I'm a, I'm a Fat Joe. Are bias. you really? Well, with that because I grew up under Fat Joe. Like I I was in Terror Squad studio sessions.
2: Okay. We'll like I was right.
1: so like I I remember that whole era. I remember like when Terror Squad was I remember when Big Pun was getting bigger and fucking like so I was in like some of those studio sessions. So I fat Joe for me has this like level of residence that for me this because I i recognize and I was in those in certain moments. So I I, I like, like I would like saw that. I support
2: mm-hmm. Fat Joe and he like I think he makes good records, but as a lyricist, I don't think he's like super no, like I exceptional. Don't
1: think, I, I don't think he's not in my top fifty yeah. as an MC. But like
2: that's so crazy because big pun is like been in my top five and i'm not even like a ride or die like big pun fan no, like big that pun but is, i just like his lyrics are crazy like big pun used so, to be in my top so,
1: 10 he's probably now like more like my top 50 only because he I only has two albums big
2: pun and big l in my top just because i feel like no one can replicate the type of like lyricism that they did like i could just listen to them and i don't do that anymore like i don't really listen right. to artists just for their like lyrical venom, but like them I'm just like, damn, like they just rhyme like that whole bar with that whole bar and it all makes sense and like it's just dope. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean
1: yeah Big Pun was one of a kind, but like Fat Joe, he isn't one of my top fifty MCs. But I love his records, yeah. and I, I I have I feel like I have a vested interest in. Sure. All the his way success. up was like
2: such a good song. That was one. Of, it was the
1: record of the year. Yeah. Like I was arguing with people. Like literally, New York had the best records that year. But remember nobody the knew new thing, new the one York. that
2: I showed you. You should play that one too. It's with Remy Ma and uh, French. Yeah. It was like. I might pull up a one-two thing. Got mm-hmm. my Carolina on. That's my blue thing. Got my, chi- you know that song I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. With I like showed it to you, and you're like, "What is this? It's crazy." <laughs> it was from like the Uncle Luke soundtrack, but it's like just some. It's like some New York shit, and like it's so that was on yeah. my top. I remember, but I remember
1: all the way up. I was I was in the car on my way home. And all the way up came on on the radio, and I never listened to the radio, so it was like it was giving me like a flashback New York moment of hearing a song that you knew was gonna be out of here yeah. the first time you heard it, and I was going nuts in the car I was like fucking
2: Joe, he fucking did it. I
1: know. Like I'm sure just, it was I good. just had a, you know what I'm saying? So and like he, Remy
2: Mom was just out too. So right. I was and, like, Ex but extra. you gotta also
1: understand like Fat Joe, he was from DITC, digging in the crates. That was him. That was Big L. That was Diamond D, Lord Finesse underground of underground like there, it doesn't get grimier or more underground than digging in the crates right like this is raw boom bap hip-hop so for him to be part of that crew right and for him to have evolved to be making mainstream acceptable records you know what i'm saying and i've had this conversation with hella people in the music industry and like other people like as he started getting better at making records like yeah. you just started seeing and now he knows how to make a fucking record so like this album i was like yo i could have easily have like every one of these beats would have been a beat I would have chose yeah. for myself. No, they're good. You know what I'm but saying?
2: The reason I brought that up in the first place was who's Dre? He was on like the first three. Dre, or four songs. Yeah, so no, I Dre, because it's a joint
1: album with Dre. Dre okay, is I figured that. one part of Cool and Dre, which was a production team. Cool that, and Dre? Cool and Dre. Okay. That it was a production team that. But he's a rapper. He also raps. Okay. But he's a producer first and
2: foremost. Gotcha. So all those beats are produced by yes, him? Yes, by like Cool. His whole and, album is produced by him? This
1: is Cool and, yeah, this Cool. Dre produced most of this album. Oh. Right, it's family ties cuz I think it's a joint album of them together. Fat Joe takes top billing, of course. Uh-huh. But Dre's from Cool and Dre, which is a production duo that has been responsible for most of Fat Joe's hits okay, of cool. recent. Oh, so you God. know what I mean? So like that was that was dope. He's actually a dope rapper. No, he was yeah.
2: really dope. I thought yeah. he was like some young kid coming up, and I hadn't heard of him. Like, Who nah, yeah, is nah He just it's just it's Dre, cool Dre, and Dre. what?
1: They're equivalent to what Trackmasters used to be back in the '90s, late '90s. They produced the firm. They produced like hella other artists. Trackmasters or what? Neptune's ended up becoming Pharrell and uh, what's his other homeboy uh, Chad. You know what I'm saying? When when Chad Hugo and Pharrell were Neptunes as a production duo, like when they were getting all that love and people were just going to them for beats, like Cool and Dre started becoming like more like that. Um, but yeah, they make dope production, and I think the album was dope. But uh, what album were we talking about before that? We were talking about um, damn.
2: You asked me about French Montana and how I only pay attention to Cardi B's lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I could probably give you verbatim every word from a cardi feature
1: is that because she has the better verse on the whole on the on the song
2: i mean okay so this is my take like i've been really stoked about all of the female mcs that are coming out because i think it's just refreshing because it gives like it's just a nicer like i just personally get bored with the same sound and it's like either you have to really be versatile Or have something really special about you or it's like i'm kind of getting sick of hearing a bunch of man voices rap over shit and it's nice to hear a a female voice like it's and it's really though in her delivery you know she has one of the best deliveries in the game yeah um her cadence is really dope and like she doesn't she's has bars but they're simple which i really like like this is what i've noticed about like cardi and i think she gets that maybe influence from Migos but she does it way better in my opinion is she'll say like da-na-na-na da-da-da-da like four words maybe but each one of each one of those four word bars that she leaves space in between is a bar like is a
1: punchline kind of thing like yeah. she
2: says punchlines without having to like you know include she's like not a doing bunch. it
1: with the setup or need yeah, for the no. setup bar like yeah she, she steps outside the lines her which whoever. is a pussy
2: like yeah. money's still long like we've Pussy still wet like Florida, like those were both. Bar- you know that was like nothing. Those you didn't have to say that much at all, and that was like a fucking bar. Yeah, and it just I I want to be more like that rather than trying to do all these like lyrical acrobats lyrical to try lyrical miracle.
1: You don't yeah. want to be lyrical miracle. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm over. I'm, it. I'm I'm putting yeah. I put a, I have put. A moratorium on my lyrical miracle consumption. I mean, you
2: on that new song that you showed me, like you kind of you did that too, like you'll you, similar to that. Yeah. Like I think you just are, are more wordy, like just because you have more words in the whole mm-hmm. song and the whole Which song verse. What are you talking about? Power over fear.
1: Oh okay, yeah, yeah. It's on
2: release. Yeah. Got the special. Is that new Sneak peek. But that like new, you, new. you do the same thing where you're like da 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 and like each one of those is like a bar, yeah, and a bar, in a bar, and they're all like on the same topic but it's not like you're like setting up and then you know getting ready and then punch after like a whole
1: like yeah I mean it's just me listening to music you know what I'm saying And and it's me trying to keep a sound for myself that's current but at the same time still very authentic to Hawaii yeah. so it doesn't sound for me like I'm trying to chase a hit or something because it becomes very obvious oh my God, for me yeah. when you hear a rapper who's Chasing stepping outside of their comfort zone to try to make a popular Yo. record and it's like you don't even live that life. It's so sad you know like can I mean? we talk
2: about Doja Cat? Cause look, I Yeah, because I you to show have
1: a beat you. with Doja Cat low key. Well like,
2: because okay I my top songs of 2019 I was like listening through all of them and I was like I love all these songs and one yeah. of them is like Go to Town and that song is so good In my opinion from doja cat like it's like everything you want in a song like she's hello. you're saying
1: her songwriting has gone down yeah her
2: songwriting her new album is shit like it's so fucking terrible it's not her at all like i'm not like I see, she tried to. I don't know. It was just. No, really I think disappointing, she tried to chase you know? hit. I think yeah. it's
1: exactly what you're talking about. For Doja Cat, I think she came out with this one album and it that was, was so dope, dope. But here's here's like the business behind it. She came out with the one album. It was dope. It was well received by her fan base. Yeah. She then came out with the deluxe version with, with an juicy. extra with a couple of extra tracks on mm-hmm. it that went fucking mega viral right yeah like she off the heels of the moo song she then re-released her album mm-hmm. as a deluxe version she had tia tamara on it she had juicy she had records that put her in a different space as an artist yeah. before that she was just kind of on the low she was a songwriter for a while right. People kind of knew her in certain circles
2: didn't she write for other people too I, yeah i think yeah. she wrote and for I, other people i believe because so. i looked into it like she she's been making beats since she was young right like she i'm and i would Go as far as to say I think she made the majority of her beats, but I don't, I can't like say that without a doubt. But I would assume that.
1: And there's a certain me as a producer slash rapper, like there's a certain workflow that you get into as somebody who's producing your own sound, right? And I think that that's very
2: her, like so unique and like dope. Like
1: she and it gained her prominence, but now now that you're in this new space. You have to now compete with everybody in that new space. Right. And that means that your your budget has to be bigger. You have to do things that are a little bit more sensational. And that takes away a lot of the time from the musical This is what it
2: was that she was. She used to be like dorky sexy. And like that was her vibe. Her name is Doja Cat, right? But right. well, she was still dorky. She was dressing up in like cow outfits. She was putting
1: like, french fries in, in her nose. nose. Yeah, <laughs> she
2: was hella dorky. And her, her bars were dorky too. Like she was like... He texts me an eggplant. I text him a peanut. Like little, like cute, like yeah. hella, hella funny. And then this next album is just like hyper sexualized. It's all it is is sex. And like she drops no like n and she's trying to be kind of hood with it. I don't know. It was just weird. I was like, this is. It, she was, it was dorky to
1: ratchet, be, and then it became just ratchet ratchet.
2: Yeah, and it just became like. Not it was just obviously not authentic to me, so it was just disappointing. She was
1: trying to catch another yeah. one. I think it wasn't was just bad music, you know. It wasn't
2: like oh this I'm hearing this and this is like burning my ears or anything. It just wasn't nah, what I, just, I was hoping for. I think for. it
1: was a it was a weak attempt to try to catch another one yeah. in a different space. Yeah, she didn't know, and I think most rap uh not rappers, but just artists in general in her in her space, they don't they don't recognize or know that they're gonna about to catch one. For I don't sure. Think, I don't think she thought that Moo was gonna be the one that was gonna go off.
2: I know, and I know a lot of people that hate that
1: song. It's the, the like, worst song. Ever fucking done, yeah, in my it's opinion. Amazing. He's like, you know, but it's still dope, it's, it's still hilarious. cute, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's not like as a song, as an artist, like, I it's not the song that I'm gonna go to in my Doja Cat collection yeah. when I listen to records. But it's the song that made her popular, it's the song that made her famous. And then that paired with whatever backing she has now, whether it's a label, whether it's a management team, a production team, whatever the case is, they're putting her in a different space to try to be a different kind of artist, yeah. and that's taking away a lot of what who, integrally. Who she signed- to um i don't know we should look that up we need a research person here but um
2: we need to save on the dawn <laughs> <Yes. laughs> wait okay i really want to do this can go. we please go through our 2019 sp- so
1: yeah.
2: he has for all you out there he's a title because he's a hovenger aka he loves jay-z and i never been i love Ho- artists Dick. and
1: i want to pay artists more for every time i stream them yes. and title it has the, is the highest paying streaming which is a good platform
2: valiant reason to do that so uh, but that. i use pant i mean you, and Pandora you get videos
1: group. and all. this is not a commercial by the way yeah. but you know what i mean is but everybody nice? else uses spotify and i'm just like vehemently opposed to like using spotify like that because everybody uses it even though no, I, it's not me.
2: it's just it's like the most i like spotify uh, follow
1: me on spotify please yeah I need yeah right <laughs> all
2: right so let me tell let me so continue. all right
1: so so yeah so spotify did this 2019 wrap up Yeah. over the last three years they've been doing this not only for yeah, I love it. fans but they do it for artists and it kind of encapsulates who you are what you've been listening to over the last year so yes. for you well, what was your the reason why I find it interesting recap? is
2: because you asked me what my who my favorite rappers were and I went on a tangent on how I think the rap was trash this year and now after seeing this 2019 wrap up I've gotten a greater understanding of what my music tastes and interests are Okay. and they are this
1: break it down one time
2: um there are rappers in here but only rappers that have really dope instrumentals in instrumentation have really catchy hooks and rap melodically so like i am not there's no (laughs) because this is why what i've concluded is songs even though they you may bar the fuck out and it's hip-hop as fuck to me, doesn't have replay value. I will listen to that. I will digest that. I will sit with that. It will inspire me. It'll make me create in a certain way. But I'm not gonna listen to it in my car, hella times, because it's just not the thing that I want. After I've heard it like enough times, it's like okay, okay. like that's something so I might listen you're, to. Well,
1: just so we're clear, you're talking about a particular brand of rap music that yeah. doesn't have replay value for you. Yes. Got you. All right. Maybe Go ahead.
2: replay across across decades or something. You know, like... No, I mean, replay value
1: is replay value, so well, however you want to the, interpret that. It's for the
2: year. This is 2019, yeah. so it does matter. But I will tell you, okay? I'm going to give you... Gotcha. I'm going to just throw out some for you. A lot of the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Swerving with Boogie With A Hoodie. Uh, Electric Body, for some reason, even though that came out really long time ago. <laughs> what? With ASAP Rocky School Q. uh Ricky by Denzel Curry. Cocaine, Ro- Royce of Five Nine. A, every single St. John song in the world, so I won't even tell you them. Um, Sunflower, that turned up all of a sudden. Do you want this?
1: Yeah, no, we turned that down.
2: Okay. Um, A lot of Boogie songs, like three Boogie songs were on mine. A lot of Post Malone songs, Doja Cat, LMA, Blase, <laughs> which is also an old song. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Blase? Yeah. yeah. Blase, Blase. Right? Yeah. The future?
2: With Ty Dolla Sign and Ray Shrimp. Yeah, and Stupid okay. Future. Okay. Um, Floating, Schoolboy Q, Tap that Out, J-Rock, going a lot of Meek Mill songs, one of them going bad, a lot of Nipsey songs, Grandin' on My Life, um, YBN Cordae, Black, the song X-Colin, another Boogie song, a lot of Cardi B, um, The New Thing by French Montana, that faded song by Odessa, Believe Me, Lil Wayne and Drake, again, another old one that I just like found and replayed, Flip Arrow songs, Billie Eilish, Juice mm. World. so it's like, Every single one of these songs, Nicki Minaj, Joyner Lucas, Freddie Gibbs. Even Freddie Gibbs' song I have, Heist in the Room, Travis Scott. It's like they're all melodic, singing, dope, you know. Freddie
1: Gibbs is melodic,
2: is he? And th- yeah, he is. Triple threat, triple threat. Freddie Gibbs okay. is hella melodic. Um, but he also has songs where he's not so melodic, but those happen to be mine. Okay. And maybe this one, Rock... This is so funny. Like I'm such a weirdo. I'll go back to songs. Oh, Meg The Stallions and a bunch of them too. But I'll go back to songs that I liked like three years ago and like forget about them and then become re obsessed with them again, and then just like listen to them on repeat.
1: Right. No. I mean.
2: But I saw I was in Bad Bunnies on a bunch of them too. Gosh, he's on a bunch of them. Just like. I think. Oh, sir.
1: So I don't think your issue is rapidly rap. I just think you want like good records. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a different. The the, the 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 problem is that like rap artists don't make good records. Yeah, historically that
2: could be. You know what now. I'm saying? But like, it's
1: also. But it goes back to my whole, like, Fat Joe thing, right? Like, Fat Joe was a particular brand of artist when he started his career. He was underground. He wasn't a mainstream artist by any stretch of the imagination. You could determine that by the label he was signed to, the people he was affiliated with, X, Y, and Z, right? He discovers, big pun, big pun, by no stretch of the imagination, is considered a mainstream artist. Marketing and the push in New York City, and I was around for that in Loud Records, the push to make him a crossover artist was... I mean they they really worked at that to make him his first record like that anybody heard him on was firewater with Ray and fucking like Fat Joe like these are like underground of underground grimy shit and yeah. that's the record that people started recognizing him for in New York, the B side, because when, pe- when artists put out records, they would put out an A record and a B record, mm-hmm. the more commercially viable record. And then the underground record, the underground record that everybody was killing on the mixtapes was you ain't a killer. That was the record that like, at, when I first heard it, I thought he was Coogee rap, which is like an underground legend in New York yeah. city. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And then the record that everybody loved was, you're not, I, I, I'm not a player. Yeah. And then the remix came out with Joe and that yeah. sent him out of here. And, and then he, no, right. did, um, super, super he did uh, you came up with Nori and Nori mm-hmm. was hot for a minute like, yeah. so it just put him in a different space and then it put Fat Joe by virtue of them being together and associated with each other put Fat Joe in a different space so come this is all happening say like 1997-98 right. this is what's going was on like by 1999 right Fat Joe is now starting to try to make records to appeal to a mainstream audience right. he's no longer Joey Crack he's Don Cartagena he's pulling up in the fucking Blue Bentley like he's doing all these extra things to kind of allude that he's trying to Transition out of this underground association yeah. by 2002, he's doing records with Ashanti, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he
2: oh my god, I fucking love that song. records,
1: like you know what I <laughs> mean? And they exactly. just so his trajectory was crazy. So it's a matter of making good records,
2: but I think you're right, I agree with you. Because, like, when I, I because of depending on which space I'm in, I kind of like I've always been familiar with the big artist i would say or like to some extent but like when i i really started getting into wu tang i was like super uh, obsessed with wu tang and that was like when i was older you know right um no i didn't like grow up with wu tang at all right. i like knew but their reason, main you reason, songs you, you know. discovered their
1: album yeah and, back and then if catalog. so if,
2: if my if this would have been like you know maybe like six years ago seven years ago or something like my top songs would have been like all Wu-Tang songs you know like just because I've discovered them and I was so I think you're right I think it's the fact that the grimy underground shit is is just not the sound that's right now and I also think that
1: and I think there's a certain nostalgia that you get for certain things like for me like I like Griselda I'm a Griselda fan because I'm a New York artist I'm a New York I I was born in New York and it has their music I I finally recognized what I like about it
2: did they have a lot of replay value for you though
1: in certain instances yes okay you know what I'm saying they don't like have benny, hooks and benny, so that yeah that's benny the butcher put out well, one see, this is the thing benny the butcher of all the Griselda members is my favorite and i think he's the most talented and for the last year he put out an album last year and he has a song called 97 hove that has a hook in it mm. so when he does it i hear it. when i when when i when i opened up for them i literally waited because I was, I, by the time they got on stage, I was done. I was high out of my mind. I was like, fucked up.
4: Yes, I, was <laughs> I got Smoke out
1: barbecue. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like fucking floating. But I literally only wanted to stay until he did that song. And then when he did that song, I was cool. I was like, yeah. I didn't need to see them perform anymore. But th- their appeal for me as a fan is the fact that they remind me of a New York underground cypher. That's what, like, that feel that they have in their songs, their beats are hella slow, mm-hmm. they're barring out, there's no hooks. That, to me, is like a, that's like a grungy-ass MC cypher. And so, I can
2: appreciate that, but I I, I would think for a For you, a that fan, may not have real boy,
1: replay value. For me, And I does.
2: respect it, and I'll listen to it, and I'll like it, and if I'm trying to, like, get inspiration to do a certain type of record, like, I'll listen to that. But I think that for any fan, if you're going, maybe I'm wrong... a fan of music like it's always more enjoyable when you can rap or sing along and unless and a hook just provides that opportunity for people right maybe not a hook because like there's certain Wu-Tang songs where they don't have hooks either but there's opportunities for people to kind of like chant back and forth with them so like they feel like they're like in it with them it's just an energy thing especially if you're at a show yeah or in the car or something like that and it's I think just more difficult especially with Griselda you have like a hell of cats like rapping on there like you really not gonna sit back and memorize all their verses unless you're like some diehard fan, which I'm sure there's a lot of people that are. Yeah,
1: I mean there are there people who sing their lyrics. Like I I appreciated the energy that was around them, and was what's funny is that they that that's what made that's what's made them so increasingly popular and successful over the last year, right? Like they got the deal with Shady, so Eminem signs them off the heels of them already starting think it's the kind so of so funny that he's like the label. <laughs> Well Eminem funny. is a good eye for talent. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. Like it's say what just you want, but he funny. discovered fifty cent. Like he goes to the underground. Yeah. And I think he does that purposely to try to maintain his credibility as an MC. You know what I'm saying? His cloud as an MC. Like he signed Slaughterhouse. He signed, He signed Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. Like he does that to just make sure that he's keeping his ear to the street. So he signs Griselda. Grizelda after the fact signs a management deal with Rock Nation. So now you have Eminem. Shady aftermath is your label mm-hmm. and your management team is Rock Nation and Jay Z. Yeah, that puts you in a different space. And again, these are underground rappers, no mainstream right. appeal whatsoever. They're definitely not on the radio. They I don't know if they're on the radio. Own. I didn't really know. I knew. I didn't know. I knew Conway and I knew West Side Gun for years because they were on records with Sky Skazoo and I love Sky Zoo mm-hmm. as an artist. Right. I didn't really know Benny the Butcher until I'm I'm on tour last year. And people are talking about Benny the Butcher because he was do he did a show the night before at the same venue that I was performing at in New York. No, this was in Vegas. I was oh. I was in Vegas last year on tour, right? We did this, we did this venue and they were like, and it was kind of it was a thin ass crowd. It wasn't a big crowd for us, you know what I'm saying? But they said, Yo, we had Benny the Butcher here yesterday and we couldn't fit everybody. Oh it shit. was packed. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So they appealed to something that yeah, in the marketplace sure. that people really really fit. They're fuck the
2: with. only people kind of doing it in that space. Exactly. it's like they have no competition. They remind
1: I mean they're like a, they're they're like a kind of a new Wu Tang. Like yeah, that, you know I what wonder saying?
2: what demographic like age pop. I know it's dudes, but yeah, I wonder 100. what age- and we'll talk
1: about the same. John at oh the sausage fest that was. Shit. You know what I mean, yo. But my Spotify into music, is trash. Though, too, like my, into that. I, 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 yo, I honestly think somebody else is using my Spotify because I don't remember listening to any of these people. Right? Oh,
2: like, you Netflix and chill with the next bitch. Maybe your no, ex bitch is no, Spotify the, and chill nah. with the new dude. Oh, you, <laughs> yo, that's oh
1: fuck, nah. Spotify
2: just, and vibing with the new guy.
1: Spotify <laughs> and vibe. That's some funny shit. Oh. I wouldn't care. Killed it. <laughs> killed it. Um no cuz like I, I mean I remember listening to Vince Staples. It says I had listened to a lot of Vince Staples, a lot of Sky Skyzoo, a lot of Drake. Oh, maybe this is much. Sh- <laughs> a lot of yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, Drake and Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Ke- Kendrick like the sh- like, you know, what I would consider the mainstream shit for me. Like that's
2: Kendrick has not released a song in a while though, but I I mean yeah, I, I listen, listen to Kendrick, Kendrick all the time, yeah, I but it's to just
1: Kendrick. Just- what are you talking about like yeah shut up
2: these are <laughs> my top three
1: um, yeah so you know that's it's it's my shit is hella basic in terms of yeah, but easy. what I want to talk about while we're on the topic of Spotify is because Spotify puts out this year end wrap up right not only for people who access the platform and listen to the platform but they also do it for artists so artists yeah. you get emailed if you're on Spotify for artists they email you your, your, your recap is how many streams you got what countries you were listening in and it's a good way for you to get a sense of your demographic and yeah, your metrics really and all of that do that. I think the problem that we have as artists is that is the importance that we put on it, and then we all want to post it. We all want to kind of like Compare post and our, and then stats. we're comparing and contrasting, yeah. which is already dangerous in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Social media, whatever the case is, I I think the issue. Not it's not even an issue. I think that didn't you we, post we, it? We got it. To, huh?
2: Didn't you post it?
1: I posted it in my story. I didn't post it in my. And I think that's different. Like when you when you want when you want to post something, but you don't want people to really like fuck with it. You put it on your story. Oh, that's, see this is, I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> like even like when no like even in, even in date, yeah, but
1: even in dating life. Like when you do when you post somebody on your story as opposed to like the actual Are you fucking timeline, serious?
4: <laughs> that, that, like, oh, but it's
1: like I'm an unspoken to... rule. It's like an unspoken rule. When you do it on the story, but you don't do it on the timeline, it, it says something about where you are in the see, relationship. That's why I'm
2: confusing because <laughs> I don't abide by those
1: rules. Right. Because <laughs> you, I don't even think you're point. aware of these rules. I think you just I do just, what you do. Yeah, nobody
2: knows what right, you're like, me, so, it's me, like I'm an like a a unspoken, mystery.
1: it's like some, sh- it's weird. Um, but no, I think that artists are missing the bigger picture. I think it's cool to celebrate your accomplishments. It's cool to celebrate the fact that you got hundreds of thousands of streams. Imagine the money you're getting if those streams, that those hundreds of thousands of streams, are on your own platform yes oh like your
2: own like website or title type of thing
1: like i think like if you if you have your own streaming platform like we we're bragging about streams streams are fractions of a penny yeah and the people who are the the person who's the the entity that's getting the lion's share of the money and the revenue generated from us bragging and boasting about how many streams it's fucking spotify
2: i think the benefit of having it is okay i totally agree you're not making any Mm -hmm. money having your own platform that people are actually going to go to to listen to uh I just don't think it's practical because people want the accessibility. And that's why I like Spotify because I like the way that it's organized as a platform. 100%. Accessibility yeah, and it's I, like I want my music visibility. to be played along with yeah, other artists right. who are
1: similar to me and put on playlists and all of that, that shit. I also think that it's
2: good. It's like a stat. It's, it's a stat that you can use when people are looking at your profile and they're like, you want to perform at this venue? You want to perform at this festival but like see that's
1: the problem it doesn't translate
2: i know it doesn't translate but it's still it's it does still consider trans- it it's considered that's the bullshit
1: because and then that on top of that streams are manipulated you know what i'm saying but a lot of these that artists are smart
2: i i guarantee you can can see through the bullshit they can see if you're buying it they can see if it's bots that so you're buying a stream like they can see that i when i went to that like panel discussion with the yeah. women in the industry. Like uh-huh. that was a question that I asked because I was like... What was the question? I asked, "Can are people in the industry able to discern between bullshit, smoke and mirrors, numbers and what is like a, a real... Someone that has a real fan base and real streams, and they said, "Yeah, instantly." And, and what did he?
1: What did they, what did they, they said, say? The criteria.
2: Well, like for Instagram, for example, if they have hella fucking likes, but then there's no content, there's no interaction. There's no interaction. Yeah, yeah, I hate
1: that shit. Like, and that was gonna be my "knock it the fuck off" segment. I'll right. just get that out the way right now. Knock it the fuck off! Having forty four thousand followers and only thirty nine likes on your most recent post. That shows me your bullshit. It's just yeah. like full of you know what I'm saying? And the, but that, that not only applies to Instagram, that applies to people who are buying streams and getting streaming farms and then you want to post and brag about your fucking streams on social media. Oh, it's been a great year. like, no, it's not a fucking great year. It's fucking robots controlling your fucking shit. Like but
2: they're not gonna get anything from it because people that really matter. You, but that's and what know I'm saying. Like we're in so
1: this weird world where it's like this streaming thing and we're putting so much emphasis on streams and that's not translating into actual money. Right, like that shit is not translating like I'm old you know, I'm 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 old enough where I understand my marketplace and what I can do just realistically. And I'm trying to make money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just trying to do it for the bragging, I'm trying to find a way to take whatever little fan base I have and monetize it so that I can make a living off my art. That's the end game that's not the goal i'm not here for the placebic pat on your ass gratification of having a lot of people listen to my shit if they don't want to spend money it makes no sense for me to have hundreds of thousands of streams and i can't pack a venue of 50 people right you know what i mean and that's a lot of us that's a lot of art and when i say us i'm saying collectively as artists we're over here bragging about our fucking streams we can't get 10 people in a fucking door you know what I'm saying? no, I, mean, no I, I could pack it out. Don't fuck it. <laughs> I
2: know you can. I,
1: I get busy. You get busy too. Yeah. So I'm not talking about present company. You know what I'm saying? Because we both get busy and we work at it. But we work at it based on Real world interactions as opposed to like hoping the streaming fans are going to show
2: up. My shit is trash. I got (laughs) like 19 Spotify. We're going to have to
1: get you right. (laughs) Help me
2: out (laughs) because I don't, I'm not visible on social media. For sure, for sure. Like, yeah, just in
1: segues, follow us on Spotify, please, and Mm -hmm. listen to our music. Unlearn the world, Lil MC. Please. Are they fucking. Re- mud wrestling over there? I what don't
2: are they doing? No, what's going on? So for on. those who I don't know, we're in Studio One A
1: in FCC Free Radio in downtown San Francisco. We have a we have a, a show going on next to us, and they've just been yelling and fighting, and I don't know. I, I'm scared to look on the other side of that window.
2: Yeah, I don't want to look I'm in my not, eyes I'm, I'm and not, like, no, exactly. start wrestling me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: put some music on though. All right. I so what are we gonna listen put to? Put on. Do you have new thing on there? I now that I've been talking about it, I want to hear it. I don't know if you do. If not, you can pull that up. By Frenchie and Remy Ma. It's a
1: good one. I'm happy. Yeah, here we go. Brand new music, French Montana featuring Remy Ma. Here we go, new thing. Ratchet and Woke podcast, FC.
2: Batch, batch it and Wu woo- right, On up, FCC pull up,
1: pull up. Free new Radio thing, thing. Got my old school joint and my new
3: thing Got my Carolina joint, that's my blue thing Got my Chinese joint, that's my Wu-Tang hey, hey, hey. Every other day it's a new thing hey, hey. Every other day it's a new thing hey, hey. Every other day it's a new thing hey, hey. I'm a Chinese drunk, that's my Wu-Tang. Trade the four-door for the coupe thing. She want them high heels, no shoe stretch. Chicago floor seats, watch the Lu-Dang. Crib 36 chambers, Wu-Tang. She in the group, but she do the group thing. Puff gave me meals off the blue flame. You niggas two jets, you two planes. Beer gang, AK like I'm Hussein. Chief Rock on the bridge like MC Sham. KRS-One smoking on the ether plant. Best thing out the Bronx since Big pond. You know exactly where you get your shit from I might pull up a one, maybe two things Got my old school joint and my new thing Got my Carolina joint, that's my blue thing Got my Chinese joint, that's my Wu-Tang Every other day it's a new thing Every other day it's a new thing Every other day it's a new thing, day, a new thing. Day, a new thing. Got my Chinese joint, that's my Wu-Tang You see my shoe game, my kicks nice Lu-King that you Saddam, you Hussein They be like, you change I be like, who change? I keep 3Ks on me like the. put, put Pull up in that Moussain, new watch, new chain. I got them cities on Smash, I am Bruce Wayne. Make a milli milli every weekend, I'm the new Wayne. So much dope shit, I'm starting to think I need a new flame. Yeah, I got a new name, now they call me Blueface. I'm on fire, blue flames, one whip, two lanes. City boy, no two chains, Remy boy, no zoo gang. The only 12 I fuck with is for the flu gang. I might pull up one, maybe two things. Got my old school joint in my new thing. Got my Carolina joint, that's my blue thing. Got my Chinese joint, that's my Wu-Tang, every other day it's a new day. every other day it's a new day. every other day it's a new thing. My I might pull up a one, maybe two things. Got my old school joint and my new thing. Got my Carolina joint, that's my blue thing. Got my Chinese joint, that's my Wu-Tang. Every other day, it's a new thing. Every other day, it's a new thing. Every other day, it's a new thing. A new thing. Got my Chinese joint, that's my Wu-Tang.
1: You're listening to Ratchet & Woke on FCC Free Radio.
0: and in the rucker, I'm a beast going straight for the juggler like King Kong stepping on what's among us scraping y'all off for defeat like fungus bricks on the backboard then I hit him with the sham because he asked for it crisscross make him jump mac daddy make ya then it's all wet just like a laker yeah. I hate her, by hater annihilator Ferganator like Terminator you die hater like Dennis man, you die hater. I'm rated than a kiss and he's our savior yeah. I can't help it I'm a violator you sleep nigga sweet like now or later yeah. Tell me what you wanted now or later. Send them on the one way to hell in the elevator. Welcome to Harlem, ah! Harlem, Harlem. Where the legacies are born. Welcome to Harlem. Harlem. Cocky roses with the thorns. Welcome to Harlem. Harlem. Cocky see where stars are born. Welcome to Harlem. Harlem. Ooh, yeah. See the kids on the gates. My opponent staring at my face. Finna put him in his place. Cross over and sober, I'll make his honey That's race. Right. Can't keep up with my pace Finna make a movie, this is Lion Gates yeah. I put that nigga on his brakes Don't play, just pray, you better have faith ah. With Cam and Maze play Pee-wee Kirkland fell in love with the cake yeah. I rap like a turban when I'm up in the gang I snap like a serpent, I am off of that chain More fire, I've been the truth, the devil is a liar what? The fans going crazy in the rises. You know Harlem Welcome is the live. the legacies are born. Welcome to Harlem.
1: You're listening to Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio. And we back at it. FCC Free Radio, your man Unlearn the World, Lil MC, Ratchet and Woke. Make sure you hit that like button on Facebook, man. Ratchet & Woke Podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram, Ratchet & Woke Podcast. All the things. If you got topics that you want us to talk about, if you got some things that you want to say, comments, feedback from any of the issues that we bring up, any of the bullshit that we get into, then hit us up, Ratchet & Woke Podcast at gmail.com. Hopefully, either one of us will remember the password to read the email and we'll be <laughs> Oh, fine. my God.
2: You made up the password. <laughs> this is woke shit that it's, I'll never remember. It wasn't my no woke shit. It was so, literally... I love aliens. Fam,
1: it was literally some shit that... That was like hella obvious, it wasn't like you, that's your issue. Like, you make weird, obscure passwords yes. and never memorize shit. That i shit is very do. minor
2: in euskera and euskera in Basque because no one knows that.
1: You don't know that.
2: <laughs> I know a handful of words, I know the dirty words.
1: Is that what you're using as your passwords? No, but I All should, right then. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're gonna forget. Can I tell them shit? what it is? Yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay, so Shakila is vagina.
1: Ooh, that's a sexy. Word I know. For you know how
2: I memorize it because it sounds shit. like Shakira, but with an L.
1: Oh my god!
2: And now I can't remember Dick, and I'm getting upset. Oh my god, what is it? <clears throat>
1: oh. But that's a perfect segue into our next topic, which is Texas just outlawed dick pics unwarranted dick pics have you ever a gotten an
2: unwarranted dick pic
1: nah then you can't really here. speak
2: on this I'm just kidding nah
1: this is, this is your lane baby like this this is all you like I'm not doing anything I'm not talking about dick pics I think I talked enough about dick pics with fucking Peter Feliciano to last me a lifetime shout out to Peter Feliciano <laughs> and-
2: <laughs> shout
1: out uh, No, but so so Texas is making it a crime to send a dick pic and you have a dick pic book about to come out soon. No,
2: it's not about to come out. I don't out know, out you're soon.
1: conceptualizing it. Um, just talk about it. I shout
2: don't- out, Lillian. She's my weird friend that has, you know, her sights set high on this book. Except for you know what? You helped us discover the name. In fact, you did discover the name, so you said you wanted to be
1: co-producer of it. Because it's going to make money. So I'm it's, I'm here for the money, yeah. though. <laughs> like. So
2: Lillian has been collecting... Oh, God, I have so many stories. So Lillian, my friend, she's been collecting dick pics from all over the... across the nation, far and wide. So many dick pics, and we're going to use it to publish a coffee table book called mm-hmm. Poppycocks, which will have pop-up dicks, and it will have either like a... not maybe a description of the person. Maybe we'll do code names to, to you know, reserve their anonymity. But... uh. Sidebar, of all the people that give me unsolicited dick pics, Lillian would be the number one person. (laughs) I was in Bilbao. Oh, no, no, I was in Barcelona. And I was... I had my iPad because some stupid biatch stole my phone or I drunkenly left it somewhere and then they stole it, <laughs> whatever. What, yeah. And I just had my iPad that I was communicating with and I was using Wi-Fi to text and I was sitting at a nice little restaurant by myself drinking wine, eating, and the waiter comes up to me. He might have been like, kind of like interested in flirting with me, but then he all of a sudden acted hella weird and just walked away. And I was like, well, that was rude. And then I looked down and there's a huge fucking dick pic on my whole iPad (laughs) from Lillian. She's like, look at these three. I'm like, yo, you need to verbally get clearance before sending these because I might be in a number of situations, including that one. So that was was the segue from the
0: segue.
1: (laughs) Are you?
2: Is this background music Have to do with dicks I No I
1: didn't know That's not what it is yeah. Oh okay <laughs> Oh man um, Yeah so Texas is making it a crime uh, So now if you are interested what? In sending a dick pic Then it's not It's, it's quiet for you Um well you could FaceTime it's like almost like a tantamount to sexual assault
4: Ooh, you know what I'm saying wow. like you know I, like I mean
1: that. I think it's sh- it's it's only right I think I think the f- the level of dudes the, the amount of dudes sending unwarranted dick pics is, is disgusting can I we think, first
2: also give Kayla her flowers Kayla Love shout out shout out to Kayla
1: Love cause she took she, she, she got a dick pic and she put dude. bruh on blast <laughs> Through all the social medias. <laughs> oh, and if you are God. at all familiar with Kayla Love, you know that she knows her way around social media yeah, very well. She
2: fucked that and she had the appropriate
1: up. response to a dick pic that was given to her or sent to her un- un- unwillingly or unwanting. And she then took Homeboy's picture, put it all over social like, media. Screenshotted
2: it, with tagged his him. Name. Yeah. His
1: bl- it, it was just a thing.
2: It I was, love it. Yeah. I mean, I would just say, like, it's not like I feel like it's like oh my god this hurts me and is abusive it's more just a fucking annoying like I really don't want your I, I get more annoyed with just people trying to like make moves via social media that are from I'm like trying to shoot this shot that are like one time I got in an argument with someone because I hadn't changed my status to in a relationship and they were like talking to me and I always like will give an initial engagement usually because maybe they're fans of me as a musician but that's rarely the case because they're just fans of pussy and this oh. guy starts talking to me and I'm just like, how's like, whatever I'm being like cordial, you know, and then starts like initiating some sort of interest in like, like who, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I have a boyfriend. So like, I don't want to continue this any further. And he's like, well, it says you're single on your Facebook. I'm like, well, I'm telling you I'm not. It's like, well, that's kind of weird. Why would it like questioning me? I'm like, okay, what are you? Like the single police? Like, even if I'm not having it on fucking Facebook, like,
0: Oh my God.
2: I was so fucking mad. I was like, "Listen, bro, even if I'm lying to you about being single, take the hand. and don't want to fucking talk to you."
1: Facts. Gosh. It's just we people are weird. People are, fucking people, are weird. <laughs> people are fucking socially weird. Socially
2: like, fucking weird. For
1: socially awkward, weird, and they like they're they're creepy and they just say the weirdest shit. Like, I think it's weird, and, and this can segue into our conversation about sexual repression and how that ends up being like sexual perversion in certain instances, right? Like I was oh, I right. was hearing, we have a friend who's going to rename names for the time being, right? I was thinking about, I was hearing on NPR how there is a massive, like literally an epidemic of sexual assault in India, like oh, in yes, public, yes, yes, gang yes. raping. Women getting sexually assaulted in public in front of people, you know, and and and. But then we have a friend who has a large fan base of male men from India, yeah. And it kind of makes me think about like. Oh shit are to like, like, fucking... like are they trying to fuck Like what are they trying yeah. to do Like I don't You know what I'm saying Are they are with the music over? Are they trying to like yeah. You know what I mean like, We I, love your music Come I I really don't, go, yeah, I really don't want you Going shack. to India If that's the fucking vibes Out there You also, know what I mean
2: I kind of question NPR sometimes.
1: But well yeah You could question NPR But my, my point was that You know we're, we're dealing with cultures A lot of the time That are extremely Sexually repressed Right For example right. There's a there's a statistic that says The number one consumer Of internet porn is it in the middle east right where there's massive sexual repression like they don't they even let their women drive cars
2: also i have a theory about like yes yeah, sexual well, speak repression, on it. that's what i'm saying like, but also like repressing like believing in this binary system of like sexuality and like repressing any homo, like any sort of homosexual desires to the point where you're now like incredibly homophobic because there's also been hella studies done which i always find weird because how did they do this study where they had like men that were homophobic uh watch gay porn and they were like more aroused than the other control group of hetero like not homophobic gentlemen but also makes me wonder like what were they doing to measure their arousals Did they like touch their dicks or something i don't fucking know but that was a study that like i i learned about back when i was in college so i have a a theory what's your theory that uh, that god i hope i don't sound like ignorant someone's gonna be like that wrong but let me have my motherfucking theory okay i think
0: that i never know what she's (laughs) doing back there (laughs) what's your what's your theory
2: i think that a lot of the violence could be um like what's the word i want to use that we could
1: We could thwart sexual violence by sexual freedom. Not even
2: sexual violence, like violence in general. If we allowed people, like I think that some of the most violent people are actually just secretly have like homosexual desires, but are repress it so much and like hate themselves for it that they have to like react in aggressive and violent ways. And I think that if they were to just allow themselves to be homosexual like for, I don't know there's gonna be certain barriers like cultural like places it's fucking illegal and whatever but I think that like a cure for a lot of the violence
1: and wars and shit is cause secretly
2: they're gay <laughs> and they just want it be couldn't gay. be that
1: they just, they just want to fuck and they just don't know they can't or they don't have access to like yeah. I mean I, I agree with you to a point I think sexual repression leads a lot to not only violence against women, but violence in general. Yeah. I think if men fucked a great deal more and had more healthier sex, they would totally be.
2: Also though, like, like sexual dudes that are, feel like they're entitled to pussy and then go on like rampages and murder people because like, remember the San Luis, the no, the Santa Barbara. Yeah. Santa Barbara mass shooting.
0: because yeah.
2: fucking homeboy felt like he was entitled to pussy and he wasn't getting fucking pussy. So he went we'll on. We'll have a better fucking game. Rampage. Like I don't
1: know. I can't. There's no. You can't fix stupid, and you can't fix lame. I. I don't. I don't know. This. This dude's out there crushing ass that are fucking. That you would second guess why, but they're doing it because of whatever level of confidence. But would you be like or money? Ang- or- I.
2: I, I don't know because I feel like as a woman, it's, I'm never at like a deficit of uh, sex. You know, like I. If, if I want to have sex as a woman, like I can't you know as a man it's not the same
1: i was literally arguing this or we were having this conversation with pete feliciano i I can't i hate that he comes up so much (laughs) shout out he's my man but i'm just saying like but we were having this conversation like for men i think it's a great deal we have to go through leaps and bounds to get the green light for pussy Right, where women you you're literally offered dick the minute you walk out your house. But I will
2: also say that, that, just because you're offered dick doesn't mean it's the dick that you want. Right, that's my that's my not. point. But
1: and then my point is, but further but to men that, men just
2: want any pussy. But
1: further to that, well, men are less selective because of the scarcity.
2: Sometimes, though, you know what
1: I'm saying? Well, if you're getting a lot more pussy, then you're you're a little bit more choosy, selective.
2: choose you choose.
1: But for women, you're offered dick in reality, like the minute, from the minute you walk out your door
2: but maybe not to the end consistent of the day. dick this again go shout out lil with the poppycock you know <laughs> she she's very choosy you know and she's a woman and she's very well, attractive well you,
1: cuz you could you have the option of choice
2: but no but she's not getting the ones that she wants and so she gets angry she's like an angry sexual frustrated man and that's okay. where I, that's like my one case study that's leading me to this got this you standing. so
1: you're saying that from your vantage point women will hold out for the dicks that they want
2: well, no. Versus like sometimes the they'll, they they'll, get they'll, they'll, they Sometimes they'll settle, but it's like a, not a nice feeling when you settle for bad, for bad. You know, right. it makes you feel like you know. Well,
1: men settle all the time. We're just comfortable with it.
2: But maybe are you are you fine with it? Would you talk I'm about it? With, no, with your, I'm
1: personally not fine with it. but like, a lot of men are just would, would very comfortable would men, getting consistent pussy, and would they're men, fine.
2: Would men be not ashamed though?
1: See, that's, 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 where that's the same thing. Messy, and then that's where we get into fuckboyism and all types of shit. But that's Men the are very same thing as women
2: feeling that. It's instead of, they feel shame. So, like, they feel shame, but they'll still tell their girls because their women are more open, I think.
1: What do you mean They'll still some tell are. their girls What do you mean Like
2: like maybe they'll have They'll have a night And they'll fuck some dude And it's like Not someone they wanted For whatever reason uh-huh. And the next day They feel shame But they'll still like Confess it to their friends So they can like Talk about it And feel better Where like a dude Will shamefully fuck someone That he's embarrassed about And continue to fuck them And just keep it on the Low low Because anybody, he's ashamed. Exactly Not which tell is a like fucking soul it's, Which is worse <laughs> It's
1: That's what I'm it's saying It's way worse that's, It's like But that's ew. what I'm saying That's where you get into The whole idea Or the concept of of a fuckboy, somebody who's like fucking somebody consistently, but is not really trying to fuck with them out there in the public space like that. God, you know what I'm saying? Like they all. end up they end up on the story instead of the timeline. Like, ah, you
2: know what I mean? Like now you know, it's all full you know
1: that's what I'm saying. Like it just but men men I don't know why men are like that. They just like that. You know what I'm saying? Because our 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 ideas of relationships and our ideas of what we want and what we can't are completely diluted and it's 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 rooted in illusion and bullshit. It is all
2: bullshit. You know I mean, I'm there's saying? a lot of reasons and we've talked about them. Well, yeah, I don't there's, know there's if we to them. There's a lot of different of reasons, them, but you know, that's I like think the this. a fucking but, two hour long conversation. It could I don't be. know if I want to talk about all that. I want to get to funny stuff.
1: All right, well, we, so we were talking about dick pics and that. Yeah, I think that's that was fun. funny. Yeah. I know it
2: was funny. <laughs> it's just that we, we have a tendency i'm seeing to turn a ratchet thing into something woke i think that we're. i think, we're, they're, we're, I we're think they're always people.
1: in the boundaries i think they're but speaking of fuck like nba young boy he was okay, in the yeah. news and he was out yeah. here fucking everything that walks because oh, he
2: got the, the you know herpes?
1: huh he oh yeah herps. well he got the herpes, but he got the herpes from like these ratchet broads who were like literally fighting over him on their ig feed
4: Ooh, on instagram and then more. it ended up on
1: fucking world star like these two broads talking about like world you know star. what i'm saying like Calling each other hoes and bitches, and you messy, and like literally these two broads. And he's out here literally trying to hit on girls who are interviewing him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's he just gives no here. fucks.
2: He gives no he fucks. I'm kind of about it. It's funny. You know like, I'm like, about his no fucks vibes. What sign is he? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, we I bet he's a Libra whore.
1: whore. Leave. <laughs>
2: Did you just put Kayla Love in a group chat? Well, no, her? Kayla
1: Love put us in a group chat. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have her as a guest on the show so we can Shout hear about her Kayla. exploits in dick pickism and all other uh. shit, like crazy ass shit. But um, yeah, so like he he had these two girls fighting over him on Instagram. Somehow that footage ended up on World Star. I'm looking. Um, up. kind of nuts, <laughs> kind of nuts. But yeah, I mean, have he's, you ever
2: been on World Star?
1: No, never. For no reason at all. Not rapping, not fighting, how, not But fucking. how would you know if you were? Because my fan base would be a lot bigger than it is now.
2: Because I'm pretty sure I'm on WorldStar. Because people Doing were screaming what, twerk WorldStar. Video? No, not at all. Getting. Uh, I was at the TI. This is a good story time. At the <laughs> TI show with Lillian. And okay. I got. That's when I got jumped by this ratchet bitch. She like shoved, like busted my head into the pavement until I was unconscious, stole my shit. And then Lillian <laughs> chased after her. <laughs> Did and she get your shit back? She got my shit back and like beat the shit out of her, pulled the weave off her head, and <laughs> no one was helping. Like they were just all standing around and videotaping, yelling, World Star. And then the dude that she was with comes around the corner, socks Lillian in the face. That's crazy. It was a crazy story. Yeah, that's crazy. There was way more to that, but that's just all you,
1: you get. Taste. <laughs> we don't get an episode too. I,
2: I really wanted to see if I was on World Star because I kind of wanna see like how that punch happened
1: <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't see how it went down to do it a couple times you wanna, before you want see out. the playback how, how you, you, how you, how you like, how could have you could have dodged
2: she <laughs> came from behind <laughs> <laughs> i was like and she, the thing is we were cool like i was chopping it up with her outside and she knew i it was the whole thing it's, yeah i'm not
1: gonna
2: <laughs> divulge everything but right yeah no i definitely that's why i have a little ptsd out here in these streets i'm like
1: been, the you're very was vigilant. Right. Yeah. Well,
2: now I am. I'm, yeah. I wasn't vigilant.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> I, you were overly trusting of like, you I know, at to TI concerts.
2: <laughs> well, we got kicked out I of think, the I. Ju- I, But I
1: think women are like that in general. And I don't want to make like general observations. And I don't like to do that. Some but,
2: women aren't. No,
1: nah, I, I think women make close friends quicker than dudes do. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah you know what I'm
1: saying? Like you, you'll you have a, a shared moment with a girl. And all of a sudden, that's like your best friend ever in life. Like, I think, you know what I'm saying? You'll be next to a, a chick in a concert and you guys be like, oh shit, we both love the same song. And then really you're like, exchange information, and y'all hang out for coffee, and like all this shit. Oh, really? Dudes don't do shit like that. Like dudes are you know what I'm saying? I, I, I fuck with the same dudes that I fucked with since I was a kid. Like I don't like, I don't really bring that much more people into my circle. I'm cool with people. I'm acquaintances with people, but like there's very few people that I'm like, yo, you my homie for life for life. Yeah. Like it doesn't, I think just dudes are like different like that. Well, women, they make friends a lot easier and they break up with friends a lot easier. I, don't,
2: I, I wouldn't put myself in that category. Cause like I make close friends with dudes faster than with women. I would make like, uh. like, like we'll have like a, like I'm friends like, friendly with a lot of women. Yeah. But I'm, like, I get really close friends with a lot of dudes just because I feel like I I do think that women are kind of like that. like kind of a little, like, surface level, you know? And mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I want to talk about probably, like, scary. It's layers. Like, it's layers.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, women have their surface conversations and they have their deeper conversations and they have conversations I, with certain friends with they don't have conversations jump, with other friends. I'm just like, friends.
2: so, tell me about your overdoses and your suicide attempts. Let's get in it. And then Holy they're like, what? Shit. What? That's Don't a, talk. That's how you start. That's, that's how I open up that's the card. That's how you're giving it it's up. Betting like, prospect. I want to make sure that they're with it. I'm not it sounds about like your a fucking date. Like, weekend in Napa Valley, okay? <laughs> <laughs> how about the Pinot Noirs? Oh, yeah.
1: no, fuck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't take me Well, you Napa. start
1: with the Pinot Noir. You're not going to start about fucking assaults and no, beatings. No, that's and... how
2: I start. That's how we connect. I could see it in the eyes, though, also. I could see the pain. So did you
1: see it in the eyes I of can... this chick at the TI concert who beat your ass? Like, how did uh, that
2: <laughs> No, there was a deeper thing to that. I got okay. kicked out of the concert already. Oh, and okay. that's how you we bonded. Was,
1: yeah, yeah, okay.
2: So I tried to...
1: Yeah, I got you. Yeah, well, I hate well, yeah. <laughs> heard you. Say so less. kicked out of a lot. Say of less. <laughs> you do get kicked out of a lot of shit. I do. I remember shout out to Wax Trippin last year like I was oh. it was like I was headlining Wax Trippin and like we it was you know what I'm saying you used to be my assistant, right? So the team was there like everybody like oh, you know what I mean and like yeah. you got kicked out that night. Cuz I mooned
2: I mooned telegraph
1: no, you got you moon telegraph after.
2: No, I didn't get kicked out then. I moon telegraphed and then they wouldn't let me back in.
1: Because you moon telegraph? Because I moon telegraph. Oh, there you go. Well, that's
2: or it. maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh okay. What was of time left? What else do you want to cover in our
1: segment here? Um, no, I mean we were we were talking about Spotify and Jay Z on oh, for his fiftieth birthday just released yeah. all this music on Spotify. For those who don't know, Jay Z's music has not been accessible on Spotify for I, at least two or three years he's had it only on title that was the only place where you were able to access it and there's i mean you know i I, I just want to shout out jay-z for the the business play that that is right because feasibly you're going to get millions upon millions of streams from your entire catalog literally in one day because you did that you know what i'm saying so like his, his albums will go either gold or platinum just by virtue of how many streams they are going to get from people now having access to the catalog where they didn't have access to the catalog. Where did previously. they
2: advertise that? Because I feel like I didn't see any mention of that on my like Spotify shit, and I'm like, No, nah,
1: I don't think they mentioned it on Spotify. Okay, there so was a, just there was a, just a roundabout press release. Like Got I just you. it was one of the first news articles that I saw in the morning. Like yeah, Jay Z turned 50 no. and he fucking released. And all him his and Diddy are like
2: a month uh, apart from each other. Yeah, too. they're.
1: I think they're both Sag. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, Jason. Yeah, Sag. Yeah, Sag. Whores.
2: Everyone's a whore. Don't get offended. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All, 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 all signs, signs are, are whores. whores in some way. They're, <laughs> either <gonna> whores. <laughs> they're either whores for whores or they're whores for attention. It's one yes, of the two.
2: Everyone's a whore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Once we've <laughs> accepted our whoriness, then we can yeah. all be more uh, harmonious. I think so. I think that's the same thing with the sexuality and think, the wars. I think if we I all just so. fuck everything and I, accept the fucking of everything.
1: Yeah, but I think feelings get involved. That's why you know. What okay, I'm saying? maybe like, not just, fucking mm,
2: everything. I don't you have to have know. Yeah, you're right. Clear communication
1: and clear understandings. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't just. Yeah, trying I guess it's right not you.
2: a simple solution, no, but uh, not, yeah, that's just my no ideal world. to
1: this. <laughs> 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 Unless um, you're NBA young boy, then you're literally fucking everything.
2: Let me tell you one thing. So the girl that I take care of, um, she's in high school. Okay. And she was telling me, she's like, my friend group is all different. They all identify different sexuality. Two are pansexual, two are bisexual, one are asexual, one is lesbian, and one is gay, and two are straight. And I'm like, that is just wild to me that like, like 15 year olds know that.
1: Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, because it's like. I think younger kids have, are, are, are increasingly more sexually aware than at least yeah. I was as a kid. I was just like, you know assumed
2: straight until like, I explored the other thing. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've never, I've, I wasn't trying to explore except for <laughs> pussy. Like, I know, I mean, just, I'm very, I'm very, like, it's, it's just very clear. Like, I'm just into women. Like, that's just like. Like, you wouldn't go
2: like, and do pull, like, a Charlemagne in an I'm interview asking cool. about. No, nah,
1: I'm not asking about a dude's meat. Or anything. It's just not happening. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, it's just, no, nah, I'm cool. Nah, I'm fucking cool. But no, I, I mean, but I went to a performing arts high school and I think a lot of kids identified as gay or trans or whatever the case is. Like, that just happened by happenstance. But I don't think it was as forthright as it is now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. my 13-year-old son like has ha- a homegirl of his who he says is gay. She very I very much identifies at, at a as a year old, right? And she's like 13. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I knew... Anybody like that? You could kind of tell, you know what I'm saying. Once you start understanding like certain like like
2: yeah, I don't remember sexuality
1: spectrums anyone and anyone start- coming out when Any- I was
2: that young, like in my middle yeah. school or anything. Like I can't recall, but it's possible. But I think that's yeah. dope, you know. Like I, I think. People don't know for sure, to be honest. Yeah. Especially if you're saying you're asexual and you're 15 and when, I, like, when, and when I was I in change. high
1: school, I was so hell bent on trying to fuck women that I it didn't like factor into my brain that people would be gay. One of my best friends in like the last two years of my high school, he was straight up gay, and I had no idea. Like oh, I, wow. did I completely had no idea.
0: Okay. And you're, we would hang out all the time. It, was,
1: it wasn't an issue for me. Like it was, even when I found that after the fact, but it wasn't a, like somebody was just saying something matter of factly about him sleeping with some other dude. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it didn't change anything about me hanging out with him or whatever the case was. It was just, I was completely oblivious to it.
2: Can I also say something I was thinking about, like that whole like gym situation where i had a, a fucking weirdo creeper like stalking me at the gym a well, few days tell, ago. Well, tell people about that situation. Okay. You were not even talking about God, he was, this this yeah. goes into what we were saying. Yeah. Um there's a fucking weirdo at the gym and i knew he was a weirdo number 1 cuz he's wearing fucking jeans and like like ballroom brown shoes like I
4: feel like i'm taking <laughs> crazy pills.
2: <laughs> you need to relax with that. <laughs> um and he and it's like a Friday or Saturday night cuz i'm a loser and went to the gym on a Saturday night and Of all the fucking bikes in the whole 24 hour, there was like three rows of them and he goes and sits in the one right next to me on the very edge like a fucking weirdo. And I'm just like, okay, that's weird, especially with the jeans on. Uh, I get up because I go to go to the elliptical. He gets up too. And he starts like, oh no, I go to the locker room. He starts following me. I was like, dude, this is fucking weird. I go like get headphones from the locker room, go back out, go on the elliptical. And lo and behold, homeboy comes again, like in the elliptical, like two away from me. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. Mm -hmm. And then I get up again to go get a charger from my car. And when I come back in, I'm just like, now I'm like scanning the room. So I'm like, this fucking weirdo is just like literally following me in this fucking gym. But I don't see him. I don't see him at all. I finish my workout. I go to the shower. I take a shower. I get dressed. I go back to my car. But I'm kind of like, you know, I'm vigilant. I'm hesitant. I'm like, you know, I got blinders on. No, that's not the word I want to use. But I got my head. What are my my words I want to use? Like I got, I got. My binoculars you're, you're on. I'm hyper you
1: Yeah, you have, you have your sensors on. And
2: yeah. my sensors on. Yes, yeah. I go to my car and fucking dude parked in like one car away from my car and is like staring at me. So I'm like hella freaked out. I like throw all my shit in and like hit the car with my door next to me and I just like zoom out of there because I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck. I, I felt like I was getting like human trafficked or something. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> and now you want to buy humongous like ninja size like ninja knives. I want a
2: knife like a big one. But the reason I was saying that was. I was like freaked out of this dude, like cause he's a fucking weirdo, you know, a super creep. But I'm thinking, like, I'm in a locker room, and there's like chances are there's probably like lesbian women in there, and I'm fucking butt ass naked, like I'm not hiding shit. But I'm I'm not like afraid of like getting assaulted but by you, a woman, like at all, even though it has happened once,
1: yeah, or twice but you, actually. And,
2: but I'm not like afraid of it.
1: But do you think is is that because of just gender stereotypes in general, or like do you think like you you think that you're if you're gonna get accosted, I just it's be by I think like the like yeah
2: a, I just think like the I mean I would like to see statistics if there is any like I just feel like the likelihood of being, a, a, yeah I, I think that's like a no I mean likelihood. I do to feel, know
1: like it's like predominantly white males who do yeah. shit like that. You know what I also mean? Like feel like I
2: could like kind of like fend off a woman.
1: Well, I've boxed you me. before, so I know like you're, you're, you duck you dip, you can dive, <laughs> dodge You can you can hold your own if, if you needed to. The knife went. That's that's some other shit. <laughs> I just see you wielding these knives like a fucking Kill Bill character. Yo,
2: someone comes at me from behind. They're getting fucking decapitated. Exactly. <laughs> the
1: heads off. Don't approach me from behind. Like, Ever. holy shit. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah, fucking, I mean, I mean dudes are weird. So it's so creepy. It's uh, it sexual repression. Stop. Oh, yes. Or just like, you know what yes. I'm saying? It's just sexual repression. Oh, but speaking of which, like, we went to the St. John concert.
2: Yes, we did. we were talking Saint about John's concerts, we were talking
1: about dudes, and it was the sausage <laughs> I like that segway. The sausage fest of St. John, right? Like, it was weird because you and I are both fans. I think I put you on to him. You did. You, yeah, did. you did know put me onto him. So he's amazing. I, 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 my
2: favorite you know, artist of the year by far.
1: For real, for real. Like, he's artist of the year for me in my book as well. Um, I celebrate his whole catalog.
2: Seriously, um, not one really bad Really dope song.
1: artist. Very melodic. If you're into, like, Kid Cudi kind of shit, emo, trap, ratchet shit. He's your guy. He's you not know, even, his
2: lyrics aren't really that a little bit emo. Some he's, of them I mean, are. He's not an amazing,
1: really. brilliant songwriter. Oh my God. And then so just, like, good. Has the, his sound is really great. And his I appreciate it. Dope. So we found out that he was playing. He was playing at Slim's and we were really excited about it. It was a sold out show. Yeah. I finagled and finessed some tickets. You, you know did. what I'm saying? I did. I'm crafty. crafty um, so I, I, I got it done and we were really excited. And, and so what was your expectation going in there?
2: Yeah. Well, we talked about this. We're like, what do you think the demographics is going to be? We were, I was and interested
1: I, in knowing what the demographic I dress
2: according to because what you I thought and I, the demographic. Was you could, be. But,
1: but the, the reason why we were interested is because you and I are the only people in our circle that talks about Saint John. Nobody know, else talks I, about him. Nobody else knows I'm, him.
2: Every time I mention him, people are pleasantly surprised about like the caliber of his music, but don't right. know who he is. Prior. Exactly um yeah no we were talking about this because i dressed hella ratchet i was expecting it to be like that ratchet ass meg the stallion yeah. Girls show where it was, <laughs> where it was,
1: all was either zeros, zeros or ten- ones no no zeros, zeros or, or tens 10,
2: zeros or tens. zeros
1: or elevens no you told me oh, yeah, it was zeros, zeros or elevens yeah either yeah. they were tr- gross with boxy bodies or they were like video hoes <laughs> yeah it was one seriously of two. It was-
2: i was like ooh, uh, ooh, uh. <laughs> it was crazy it was wild um but yes, yeah, so that's what I was like, like. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be on video hoed up for St. John. Also, that's just what I would do anyway. So then...
1: So it didn't really matter <laughs> what the audience was. You would just, I
2: was just giving you, you an excuse. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't like clothes. Yeah.
1: Right?
2: <laughs> um, but we go there and it's just... All
1: hella dudes, hella dudes. And a
2: lot of, like, white dudes, like... And, it was, like, yeah, it was, and like... And the only girls over there were in, like, hoodies, and like, they are like, the girlfriends clothes. of the
1: dudes that came, Yeah, like, I was,
2: like, where's the titties? Or Like, vice- have <laughs> you heard this guy's music? Yeah. He has a song called, like... But like taking crazy pills! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God bless the ratchets. Like, yeah. where was How is he God blessing? I heard There's you no got ratchet. too
1: lit last night. Yeah. Like, these are the hits. These are the yeah. jams. Was- and it was, like, hella, like, comfortable... Day party mixer vibes I know, in there. Like it's I was so like, yo, odd. what's going on in here? It's like, very
2: interesting to know that there was one
1: th- woman next to me. She was hella annoyed at every time we turned up, she was like, oh, she
2: cute. was giving
1: me the stank eye. She was giving you well, the stank eye a lot. I, I was giving her the stank eye because she was I, giving just
2: you. Just so you know, like I think we're annoying.
1: Fuck, but you I know, know I'm what you know. Saying? I'm saying? No, I you don't know. think we, we should give a fuck if we're going to a show where you're supposed to turn up because the music is allow it's causing you to turn up, and everybody wants to act like it's a fucking wine tasting. Like, get the fuck out of here! Not get the fuck off.
2: If roles reversed and I was at a show and I wasn't digging it that much and there were people next to me that were like being really obnoxious, I would like feel a way towards them.
1: But, but see, but I'm, I'm I'm of the person. I'm not passive aggressive like that. So, I, you know, what I'm saying if you're getting like, I'm like, yo, man, I, I need you to calm down. Or if you bump into me, I'm going to have to tell you like, yo, you got one oh, more time yes. to bump into no, me. before I, I fuck I'm you the up. same. Like I do. I, I you you communicate. Right, but to just give stank eye, and it's like, yo, you're at a fucking concert. You're at a ratchet ass concert, and if homeboy next to you didn't tell you what this was, that's his fucking fault. But don't look at me like I'm out of place because you want to be on some bullshit and act like you're too good for this place. Fuck you. How dare you? Move out the way. You know what I'm saying? And I think I may have purposely or maybe have accidentally. What? Spilled my drink on her. I'm just saying. said That was so expensive. I may have. No, it was the water. It wasn't like the I had already drank. Okay. It was already. You know what I'm saying. It was just water. But I I may have.
2: I you feel know, you. Whatever. So, can we just, also talk about the Lizzo? Um,
1: yeah. The so you went to a Lizzo concert for the second fans? time in a period of six weeks.
2: All right. Again, I did this for a birthday present for okay. the girl that I took care of. Yes. And I will comment on Lizzo as such. Okay. Uh, Lizzo's super fucking talented, hands down. Like. Amazing! Like she puts on a fucking show. She dances. She twerks. She has backup dancers. She sings. She played the little flute thing. She's like <laughs> the jazz flute. Yeah, and I like she's super talented. Personally, it's not really ta- my music. Um, I can respect it's it. It's too positive. It's you too have positive. A problem with positive music. It's too. It's too happy. I okay. need. I need a little X-rated something. Uh, also something I thought was interesting. So this was at Poptopia, and so I was for sure like the oldest person there. I was geared towards young kids that listen okay. to pop music So who else was
1: playing that night uh
2: halsey who you love i love halsey super talented i like use her for inspiration to write songs um other people i i honestly i only made it for the very end because i was super late but uh what i thought was interesting is that lizzo didn't swear she took out all the bitches and made them into chicks and mm-hmm. i don't think she ever swears anything else so like clearly she was catering it to a young audience aware that she wasn't trying to like swear because there was like 15 year olds, 14 year olds, 13 year olds in the audience. Right. Yet the amount of twerking and ass that was just in your face the whole night like nonstop ass, 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 ass. (laughs) Uh, Wait a
1: minute. So there there were teenagers twerking at a Lizzo concert? No, 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 no,
2: no. The amount of ass that was on the stage. Lizzo and the backup
1: dancers. But she wasn't cursing. She wasn't saying She wasn't cursing.
2: So she was making (laughs) Please.
1: (laughs) can we use that we got to use that you can use
2: that i just (laughs) thought it was an interesting and weird observation that's like i don't think there's anything wrong exposing kids to like the body or anything like that like obviously i don't give a fuck about that i just think like what are the repercussions of showing kids that it's we're not going to swear. We're going to love ourselves and blah, blah, blah. But also like whenever you want to like wear a fucking leotard with your vagina barely fucking like covered in twerk at the fucking next school dance, like fucking go for it. You know, I'm just wondering like, right. it's just weird. So it'd be one thing if you were like 15 and you knew you were going to a concert that you shouldn't be going to. Yeah. But this is like, oh, you're a 15-year-old and this is the concert you should be going to. And you know what you also should be doing is emulating this artist you know what this artist does a lot fucking shakes her ass and wears no pants <laughs> so are we going into like duck and tails world where no one's gonna be wearing pants anymore like <laughs> duck tails
1: <laughs> you said duck and tails well
2: okay the reason why I is think what, we're using
1: Chippendales it's like
2: Chippendales because and that's one tales. of me and Lillian's ideas is duck and tails where it's instead of a topless bar it's a pantsless bar and it's called duck and tails <laughs> I sent you that picture remember where I was wearing yes. like just the hat that was
1: yeah hilarious <laughs> <laughs> <Like> <laughs> duck and tails.
2: Hey, no one steal that idea though.
1: Yeah, don't steal. It's copyrighted.
2: Seriously, it's those copyrighted. Are some good ideas. Um, <laughs> Herpichapstick chapstick's number one. <laughs> it's like you put it on before you go out in the case you make out with make out with someone with herpes, and it like protects it like a shield from the herpes.
1: So it's like a mouth condom. Yes. Okay.
2: But I don't know how exactly we're gonna make that happen. Like scientists, scientists, there. yo.
1: Like you know, we're in the tech world of America. Like I you're... doubt
2: they'll be able to do it because they don't even know how to cure herpes. But if you could find a, they have a similar thing for HIV where you can like go out and you like eliminate your risk drastically of contracting it, even if you are sharing needles. And yeah, I mean session. HIV
1: now is like so. I don't know. Manageable. It's it's treatable. It's you know what I'm saying. Like I don't want to make light of it, but it's it's treatable. It's manageable. It's not, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's. It's, it's, it's not expensive. as bad as it was like when I was a kid. I thought like, yeah. Yeah, everybody thought we were catching the plague. Like, you know what I mean? People yeah. were dropping like flies. It was well, crazy. What
2: were we, there was a, sh- a movie or a show we were watching. I, oh, it was um, Stranger Things. We weren't watching it. I was watching it. Um, yeah. I came with the girl I like, take care of. God, she's like, a, she's, you're she's just like your best friend. blowing her up right now. <laughs> um, but they were like saying something about like, oh, be careful. Don't, don't sh- shake someone's hand. You might get HIV. And it's just like, wow, the, there's just like so much misinformation about, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. in the show and it's obviously making fun of the 80s, how they had no idea. They like, had no idea. Yeah, but, yeah, for real. And I worked at HIV hotline. Like I would get calls all the time about people that were like terrified that they got HIV because they shook hands with someone that had a cut that was a scab on their thumb and it might have touched their open wound on their knee and like create. I'm like, yo, bro, you Damn. just need
1: to you gotta relax. take some Zoloft
2: and chill <laughs> or something. Like, I real. don't know.
1: For real. <laughs> you gotta relax. This so, wasn't
2: even on the docket. <laughs> we took a luster. Sidebar,
1: yeah. You know, but we're almost content, winding down. Content. Is there anything else that we need to say? We want to say. Um, I wanted to get into. Yeah, let's play some music at least before we out. Yeah, We're out, yeah, we're out was, pretty soon. This whole thing about Sin Santana talking about black women and and Ugh. their preference over. Yeah, over yeah I want I
2: definitely want to talk about that, but yeah. we'll save that for.
1: Okay. Um, so we're, we're gonna get out of here with some music. Then, what do you want to play? Is there anything specific you want to play?
2: No, I mean, I just dropped a project, so I'd like to, like, promote it, if that's cool with you. Like, maybe one of my songs, maybe one of your songs. Oh,
1: delightful. All right. No, no, I mean, what's been the response so far? So you came out with Punisher last Friday? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Available on all digital platforms, produced by yours truly.
2: Yes, produced by Unlearn the World. Shout out Rap Bay, Urban Life Distribution for supporting me, and all the other people that helped make this come to life. Got Cassie uh, Levi helped me make this incredible comic book, which will be available soon. So that's going to be available in my Facebook store. You can DM me. I'll be at all my shows, all that good stuff. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, but what's been the response so far oh, is what I'm
2: asking. I, I, sorry. <laughs> i a <have> spiel. <laughs> uh, no, every, I've been really... Um, I've been really excited with the feedback I've been getting because like with my last project, I was just in a totally different space. I didn't get this whole like build up or anticipation. And I wasn't really that visible on social media. So to have like so much like I, I've just gotten a lot of positive feedback and I'm just so happy that people are receiving it well. So, I mean, I was stoked about it, but I've heard this shit so many times by now because it's my I know you already have. So I'm just I was I'm excited to hear that people are responding well to it
1: yeah uh, listen to what listen and to then it. you got a show with Saarak in January
2: yeah January 17th saarak and sage Francis yeah for the seven year Gilman anniversary it's gonna be so dope I'm super excited to be on that bill I've been a fan of Saraak forever and just the whole lineup um I'm, I'm Super
1: excited. Yeah, about shout that. out to Mike Molda and you know what I'm saying Sage oh, yeah, Francis is yeah, dope. Yeah. Shout out to One Word. One word. You know what I'm saying? For making, Always putting it down. Yeah. Keeping it shout keeping out. It one I don't one for see him as often so. as I used to. That's my man. I know. One word's one, one word's, word's dope. One word's you know dope. Seriously, though. Yeah.
2: He puts together a lot of dope shows. Um, but also exactly. we got wax stripping coming up December 20th.
1: Yes, I am hosting and Lil MC is performing. Lil' Flower Nasty Lil Flower is performing. Nasty. You know, so all the people are gonna be in the building, make yeah. sure you tap yeah, in into it. It's a
2: really good looking lineup, yeah. Look at the lineup, and then I'm also gonna shout out to Rets Without Regrets if there's anyone we listening from humble Area. I will be there. You might be there. Um, Budget
1: considering. Budget considering (laughs) this
2: Saturday to do like a Tourette's Without Regrets showcase up in Arcata.
1: Yeah. So tap in and tune in with us. FCC Free Radio. Ratchet and Woke Podcast. Follow us on Instagram Ratchet and Woke Podcast.